0: To another edition of the Voice Wrestling Podcast. I'm Rich Craig alongside as always, with Joe Lanza. Joe, how are you? Oh,
1: I'm I'm great, Rich. I, uh, I I don't know if we're gonna top the previous 15 minutes, but uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna give it the old college try. Uh, but that that yeah. Do you
0: know what that term means? I don't. I never. I always kind of had an assumption of what it meant, but I never it knew means, exactly. What it meant.
1: means college students are uh, motivated and approach all of their tasks with gumption. Rich, of course, that's mm. what it means. It's the old. I kind of uh,
0: thought oh, okay. Uh, college
1: what did you think it meant i i
0: uh something sexual but
1: i it very well could i have no idea what college yeah i don't know either
0: so if anybody knows that let me know i've I've always just heard that term and i was kind of assumed that's what it was but anyway yes joe rich we're here got a lot of topics to talk about tonight we're gonna talk about WWE fast lane a little breakdown of new japan new beginning in sendai a little bit about the new japan cup samoa joe and then anything else that kind of comes up along the way uh joe anything you wanted to lead off with or talk about first
1: uh let's do i think uh personally the uh the Samoa Joe story is the big story of the week. How about
0: that? Agreed. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, no, I, I think we can add a decent amount of, of, of discussion of that, too. You know, us both being, you know, longtime fans of him and, and you know, following his Ring of Honor career and to an extent following his TNA career. And I think you were, you, you know, you've been very vocal about the fact that, look, the guy is going to be successful no matter where. He go. I mean, the guy is good. Like, like this, this idea that he's like broken down and, da, 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 and all this sort of stuff. I, I'm with you. The, the guy's supremely talented. Wherever he goes, he's going to succeed.
1: I think provided he's healthy, which
0: and that we don't know that we're not 100 percent positive. We, about.
1: we don't know if he's healthy or not. But if, if the guy's healthy and he wants to continue his career, I, I have no doubt that wherever he ends up, he's going to do well and he's going to be successful. And it, it's just I, I find it odd that the, the that, you know, he basically the Internet has has they've buried the man already. They've put him in his grave and 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 kissed him goodbye. And Samoa Joe's career is over. And and didn't we just go through this with AJ Styles two years ago? Right, or and, that's, and
0: that's what I wanted to bring up is that we, we were we there's the parallels are striking of, oh, he's unmotivated. He's never going to get motivated again, da da all this sort of stuff. And it took Styles a little bit. But then when he kicked it up and it was like, oh, hey, yeah, this is what I used to do. It was ready to go. I mean, there have been guys that aren't quite there. But when we look at the TNA dudes, AJ Styles is a perfect comp because Samoa Joe was was every bit as talented as AJ Styles, when he came into TNA, obviously he had, you know, a rough run there. But even then, I mean, we, we talk about the rough run he had there, and if you read Gary Kidney's uh, piece, which was great, and it's gotten a ton of buzz on the internet, the one he wrote for us at uh, The Sad Story of Samoa Joe, it wasn't always awful for him. I mean, we're, we're really talking about maybe, what, 2010 to the present for him. I mean, he had a decent little kind of four-year run there where, where he wasn't a complete abomination like he became. It's
1: not even that. I mean, even... even Right to this day, I mean, every now and then he he'll come out of nowhere and have a great match. Every now, and then. Mm-hmm. it's not sure. like he completely dropped off the planet. Look, uh, here's the thing that people have to understand: TNA is just—it's it, not. It, it, I don't know if people realize this, or they—they they, they must realize, but I guess they don't because we're hearing this 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 same thing with, with Joe that we heard with with Styles when uh when he got when he when he left TNA, but it's the it's a terrible and that environment is not a great environment for, first of all, TNA, first of all, everyone knows the booking is atrocious. Okay. And, and they don't put you, they don't, they do not put their talent in the best position to look good or succeed. I think we can all agree on that. The second thing is TNA sucks the motivation out of everybody on the roster. It's, it's, it's so hard to be motivated and to push yourself when you're working for TNA because what's the end game?
0: Right, you know, you're just your client. It's just an uphill climb that you're never. You're just continuing. You're in quicksand. I mean, you're just never ever getting anywhere. Yeah,
1: and no matter how hard you work, no matter how well you do, it's it. You know, the either the booking is going to sink you, the horrible business decisions are going to sink the company, and it's just, it it's just it's it's not a place where it's easy to be motivated. Has Samoa Joe been motivated over the last five years? Absolutely not. I've ripped him on 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 this show and said that the guy has not been motivated over the last five years. But it's very hard to be motivated in that company. You know who in that company is is is, is you can keep, literally you can count on one hand uh, the people who uh, who have done you know some of the best work of their career over the last five years in that company. Who can you who Eric Young? There's
0: one. yeah who? Eric who Young. Who else? Um... Wow. Um, I mean, who really? Maybe Bobby Rude. Uh, Bully Ray. Bully Ray is one. Bully Ray is another one. But uh, would you say Rude? I would say probably Bobby Rude. I mean, it's
1: the only place he's ever been. Um, so right. what you would have to do with him is over the last five years, has he been at his. Ba- I mean, okay, I'll, I'll give you a Bobby Rude. But, I mean, it's like I said, you can count these guys on one hand.
0: That's three. I mean, that's all I got. I'm I'm, I'm racking my brain right now going through the roster. I mean, your motivation uh, just goes
1: right out the window, especially in recent years.
0: Sam Shaw, I'm just joking. <laughs>
1: it's, it's, you know, it's the guy hasn't been. But, look, and, and it, you know, he, he said himself, he got in big trouble when he made the, you know, five years ago or whatever, when he made the comment of, you know, I tripped over some bad booking. When someone asked him what happened, you know, he hurt his knee or something. He mm-hmm. said, oh, I tripped over some bad booking. And remember, they buried him after that. Oh. And, um. You know so that tells you right there what his mindset has been. That, that you know the company is shit. With that said, you could see why he stayed in TNA for so long. because okay? he's one of these guys who was making uh, a, a very good salary, uh, reportedly a six-figure salary. Yeah. To work a very limited schedule, and you know this is a guy with a family and everything else who was making good, good living. Um, you know
0: why? He has a real estate company as well. Yeah,
1: I mean, why leave? And roll the dice in WWE or whatever, you know, uh, five years ago when he had such a stable situation going uh, with TNA. I, I don't begrudge him for staying there at all. I, I, you know, I'm. But but then again, I'm not one of these people that thinks everybody there is making ten dollars a night. You know what I mean? It's like I, he was obviously making a very good living, and and he and he was in it. He was in a good spot there, and it was stable. And now with the Destination America move and. We all knew that these budget cuts were coming Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's just he's it's, you know, last year was the year of cutting all of those super high price salary guys. Right. The
0: Stings, the Hogan's, the flares, you know, all those guys were were gone.
1: Right. And now that they don't have the spike money at all, all of these like six figure guys are on the chopping block. They can't afford these people. And, you know, as much as I don't begrudge Samoa Joe for staying in TNA for the last 10 years, I don't begrudge them for not keeping them around at the same There's tower. no point.
0: I mean, it's not yeah, I, I, what we found and one of the interesting things with TNA always and it it, it I'm not sure when it's going to finally happen, but there's just this like subset of fans that will I like no matter who is on, they're going to watch that thing. You know what I mean? Like we always would talk about that is like how, who are these million people I mean, it does not matter what happens. And obviously the numbers are down a little bit more, but yeah, I don't know if I don't know if a guy like Samoa Joe is worth six figures. I don't know if a guy like James Storm who who's t- you know tweeting cryptically is I don't know who's really worth money in TNA. I don't know if it's I don't know if you could you could bring in a whole bug a whole new crew of guys. And I don't honestly know. I don't know if it would affect the ratings as much as it, I, I don't get it with and that co- I, I don't get the fan base. It's just so weird
1: especially similar with Joe too because they fucked him up so badly that he cannot be rehabbed in that company.
0: No, no, no. And they've tried and, and you know he obviously turned heel recently and was doing stuff. And there's just nothing. There's no there's nothing getting, you're there. never
1: getting him back to the point where he makes a difference. Uh because there was a point in time where he made a difference in to business.
0: Yeah, he was the 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 one of their top draw. I mean, him and Angle obviously was the top draw in, in you know in TNA history. They drew so the biggest yeah, biggest buy we,
1: rate and the biggest uh, not ah Chris Harrington's gonna kill
0: me. Chris is gonna kill you.
1: <laughs> the most buys in TNA history. <laughs> a uh, you know, for their pay per view and and there was there was a time where he was a ratings mover and everything else early on. They're never getting. He, he's been so. They they fucked him up so bad. Yeah,
0: that's eight years ago now that we're talking. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, it's a, it's ancient history. That... So
1: from their point of view, why offer him the same money when, when A, they can't afford it anymore to begin with? And B, what it's like you just said, he doesn't make any it didn't make a difference. So why so why keep him around? It doesn't make a difference. So I, I don't begrudge them for, for uh you know not offering him the money that they offered him before, and I, I don't begrudge him for sticking around as long as he did. Now, moving forward. Anybody, you know, health provided, okay? We're not going to keep giving that disclaimer. Just assuming the guy is healthy, because there's a lot of talk that he's in awful physical shape. Uh, but I'm just going to assume he's healthy. Look, the guy didn't miss any dates, and I'm not his doctor, okay? So, provided that the guy is healthy and provided that he wishes to continue with his professional wrestling career, um, I think he can walk right into NXT and work the WWE style in his fucking sleep. This is a guy who uh, at one point in time was a premier talent, an elite top tier, one of the best five or 10 wrestlers in the world. And I'm sorry, but you don't just, you you know, I I keep seeing all over the place. Oh, he's shit. Now he's got, listen, you don't, the guy didn't forget how to wrestle. So, you know, the guy's still a great pro wrestler. You just don't get to show that in TNA. And you would think that people le- would have learned that lesson with AJ Styles, but apparently they haven't. And I keep seeing this one. Oh, he's fat. Well, I'm sorry, I forget when Samoa Joe was a fitness model. I,
0: I, I, I <laughs> right, yeah. When he? When was he? When he was really when he was in the premier shape in Ring of Honor when he you know won Most Outstanding Wrestler of the Year. You know.
1: When was he not fat?
0: I, 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 I have a funny I have a funny thing for you here in a little bit. Go, go with your point, but I want to I want to do a little experiment here. Well, those when those
1: chance. were my two the, the two points I was going to make. So go ahead.
0: Yeah, well, so I wanted to do, because obviously he won most outstanding wrestler, and people can't, you know, in 2005, you know, with his work in Ring of Honor and TNA, he won most outstanding wrestler. So what I wanted to do here is is go over the list of guys that won most outstanding wrestlers, and you tell me of these guys who at any point in their active career became, you know, actively bad, like r- truly bad, okay?
1: Before they really got, like, super old or whatever, like, with yeah, and
0: like there's, yeah, and honestly, if you look at this, you're going to be surprised. Like, right, I don't know. Hear, All right, let's hear him. Yeah, you'll, you'll be surprised. So we have 86 and 87 is Ric Flair.
1: He was really, really good really, to a re- pretty advanced age. So, yeah.
0: Right. Even in his final years, he could still, there was a few times every so year. But there wasn't time when you said, man, Ric Flair is just really, really bad. No, you, you know I, what I mean? I,
1: no you're right. There was never a time where I could say that. You're right.
0: Uh, Tetsumo Fujinami.
1: Fujinami? I, he's, still, he's still decent now.
0: <laughs> That's what I mean. Like. Not too bad. 89 was Ric Flair again. Uh, we have that. Uh, 1990 through 1992
1: was Jushin Thunder Liger. He, he Listen, he's still decent today. He, uh, he, he, K- he can still fully capable of putting up a four-star
0: match today in the right yeah.
1: situation. He,
0: uh, Kensa Kobashi. Uh,
1: until the cancer and, and uh, the, the physical ailments. You know, he was he, you know he had a five-star match as late as 2005. So until, until you know, his body finally caught up. But with okay. some
0: fat guy, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Exactly.
0: Uh, Manami Toyota.
1: I mean, a little different, Joshi, you know. Uh, but you know, he, even a couple of years ago, she was still wrestling at a fairly high level. So you know, yeah, okay.
0: Yep, uh, Rey Mysterio.
1: Oh uh, yeah, you're right. You know, until his knees went. And he, and again, to your point, he, he's never bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, even he'd even, never even now. Bad. I mean, even if he, if he came out today at, or tomorrow in, in Lucha Underground, his match wouldn't be bad. It'd no, be okay. No, nowhere
1: but. close to bad.
0: No, it'd be great. I mean, I I think. He's a guy who, who adjusted his style and really became a pretty awesome worker, doing a different style than what made him awesome the first. So, yeah, no, he's uh, Misawa. I mean, died still having pretty S- decent matches. Ser- so.
1: Serviceable until he was dead. His matches were never... Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> Not a fan of Masawa. Uh, this one might be the first one. Koji Kanemoto.
1: No, he's still very good today.
0: <laughs> that was the only one I was gonna kind of maybe. No, he's, like, he's not.
1: He's not a, I wouldn't call him a bad pro wrestler.
0: Absolutely. No, I, I agree. But I, some people might might because he's just not as you know famous or whatever anymore. But yeah, I still think he's he's okay. Well, that's because he's
1: banished. But I mean, you know, that's what
0: I mean. But you wouldn't call him bad, right? Wow. Like He's the only one that I think people would bring up an argument. But I think if people actually saw him. They would That'd be you an know.
1: awful argument. He's he's still no. I he, he just he, I just watch matches of his from this year that and he was he was perfectly competent. I mean it, you know it, it, is he is a peak Kanemoto probably not. But then again he's he, you know he's he's not working in a major company with.
0: All right, and it's uh, twenty years. I mean, it's twenty years. I, I, I mean,
1: cannot accept an argument that he's not uh, that he's a bad worker. Okay. No way, not even close to a bad worker.
0: All right, uh, nineteen ninety nine we had Masao again as we mentioned. Uh, Two thousand Chris Benoit.
1: Well, yeah, obviously.
0: Until yeah, was was good until the, the end. Uh, two thousand one, two thousand three, Kurt Angle. Um, getting there, but still capable. I I still enjoy. I'm his stuff not ready to backpack,
1: call him bad.
0: He's getting there. I'm not
1: ready to call him bad
0: but but he he, by all accounts should not be wrestling anymore like like to be like given his body like he probably if he hangs on for another four or five years or whatever then yeah he might get to that point but i'm not ready i don't know if he's that there i don't know if he's there now yeah Yeah. um 2004 uh chris Benoit again Uh, 2005 samojo which we're talking about here uh 2006 through uh 2010 we have brian danielson we haven't let that really play out yet so we don't know but I'm going to guess he's OK. Uh, the 2011, we had Davey Richards, 2012, Tanahashi, 2013, Tanahashi, and then 2014, AJ Styles. So those guys are all recent vintage. We don't know. So the first – yeah, the first – from 1986 until you know the present.
1: Your point here is you don't go from bad to terrible.
0: Right. Which of them have become terrible? Which of them do we actively the, go, oh, the God. Best, <laughs> you know?
1: The best comps on that list are if his physical state is what people seem to think it is because everybody's his doctor all of a sudden the best comps are Kabashi and joe uh, not kobashi and angle um because if you want to make the argument that he's physically broken down uh that's that that's one thing but i mean you know i've been watching impact and you know i i watched you know some i saw him have an excellent tv match last year with low key which was filmed in what october september september right mm. uh, that, uh, the last uh, tapings september. last year were september correct <laughs> Yeah, so it was really like, yeah, yeah, like it. the yeah, last quarter. It, it was recent, is my point. Um, He certainly doesn't look like, you know, post cancer uh, Kenta Kabashi. He doesn't look like, um, you know, he looked, lot, he looked a hell of a lot better than Kurt Angle does these days. So, right. I mean,. Yeah, I mean, I understand your point. I mean, he's not just – how can a guy go from elite level, one of the best in the world, from the best in the world uh, in 2005 to to completely terrible? I just – I think people are a- allowing TNA to cloud their vision with this dude. Um, and
0: and we should know better. We, <laughs> I mean, you should we know We really better. should yeah. know
1: better. I mean, it's TNA. You really can't judge people in that environment. I mean, you stick him in NXT, okay? Hypothetically, he passes a physical. He's he's in NXT and he looks around that locker room, and he sees Zayn and Owens and 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 and, Balor and Kenta and all of these great workers and Neville and he sees them all going out there and killing it and he's not and Samoa Joe is not a stupid man he probably realizes the buzz that these NXT shows get you think he's gonna go into that locker room and not be motivated to perform? At the level that people are accustomed to seeing him perform, if he if he can walk into the NXT locker room and mail it in, <laughs> then, then I would be – I would be stunned. If he ends up in NXT, you're going to see I, – I, I'll go on record. I will go on record. He goes to NXT, you'll see the old Samoa Joe. And nobody's saying that. Nobody has the guts to say that. Everybody's saying that he's fat, he's washed up, he's a shell of his former self, he hasn't been a great rat Or they're
0: qualifying it with something, well, I mean, we don't know, but maybe, you know.
1: You put that guy in that locker room and he's gonna be out to prove that he can still hang with those dudes. I'm telling you. You put him in New Japan where his style is tailor made. You're telling me he can't hang with you telling me he's not gonna have professional pride to want to hang with those guys? Oh hell,
0: I think you can put him in Noah even, and, and get a pretty decent... And that's, I, the, I mean, and
1: that's an excellent point. I'm glad you brought that up. Because here's the other thing that's completely absurd that people are saying. Ah, oh, there's no room for Samoa Joe in New Japan. Okay, first of all, there's always room if someone's a great talent. If you're a great talent, there's room for you. That's number one. And he's a great talent. Number two, I for, I, I would love to give the dude credit. I don't remember who said it. But, oh, I know.
0: I know the tweet you're yeah, talking the, about. Let me let me try to see if I can yeah, find it Yeah, see if you.
1: But some dude respond when I made that point that there's always room for a great talent. Uh, there's, there's no such thing as there's no room for a great talent. Someone made a great point. They said,
0: "Uh, it was Super LaParca He's at Lucha Max." Yeah,
1: go ahead and give his response.
0: All right. He says, "Uh, when New Japan has Chase Owens regularly on their cards, no one can argue there isn't room for Samoa Joe."
1: Boom. I mean, give me a fucking break. I mean, is that? I mean, you know, they have room for Yujiro, but they don't have room for Samoa Joe. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? What do you mean they don't have room for Samoa Joe? It's Samoa Joe! (laughs) What's wrong with you people? They have room for Rob Conway, but they don't have room for Samoa Joe? They could get Rob Conway on those cards, but not Samoa Joe? Are you serious? It's just crazy how fickle wrestling fans are and how short the memories are. And back to the point that you just brought up, here's the other thing. All right, let's play along. Let's say that New Japan doesn't have room for Samoa Joe, which is absurd. Well, the Noah part of their business certainly has room for Samoa Joe, no?
0: Plenty of room for (laughs) anybody. Yeah,
1: I mean, Samoa Joe would be exactly the kind of juice, exactly the kind of star power that the Noah side of their business needs.
0: It'd be great. It'd be really fun. I Actually, I'm kind of secretly hoping that's where he kind of ends up. I think that would be really, really fun to watch.
1: And he has history in Noah. Yep. You know, we had the title match against Masawa in, oh, I want to say 05. It was either 05 or 06. Whatever. It was oh. oh
0: I think oh. Either,
1: the, the end see. of It was either the end of 05 or the beginning of 06.
0: Um, Let me see. Yeah, it was right in that period. I don't remember. Oh, 2007 maybe? It says here October 27, 2007. Might
1: have been oh, 07. It could have been 2007. There you go. See? Could have been 2007. Uh, you know, tag team champions there with Magnus a couple of years ago. Uh, when that looked like it was going to have some legs and then TNA dropped the ball on that, like they dropped the ball on everything else that they dropped the ball on. Whereas the last time that Magnus was even close to interesting is when he was teaming with Samoa Joe in both Noah and TNA. So he's got some history in Noah. And, um, you know, a, a, that would be a good fit, too. Now, look, this is all speculation. I have no idea if he's interested in New Japan. I have no idea if he's talked to New Japan. I would be shocked if they didn't call him up. Though. I'd be I'd be I'd be shocked if Lucha Underground and I'd be shocked if any of these top players weren't lined up around the block for Samoa.
0: Yeah. And if you if you heard, uh, uh, I think Dave Meltzer mentioned it on the uh, the recent observer radio. He said that Samoa Joe told him because there's quotes in the, in the most recent observer from Samoa Joe. And, and Joe told him that he was shocked at how many people called. And how many different, I mean, I think he thought, yeah, there'd be a few people, but he said he was shocked by who who called him and who was showed interest. So, yeah, he's probably getting, he's probably feeling calls from every single one of those.
1: I guarantee you, I guarantee you Ring of Honor called him. I guarantee oh, you, Luch Underground called him. I guarantee, Absolutely. I guarantee you, uh, New Japan reached out to him.
0: I'm, I'm uh, sure William Regal tested the waters I, too, or, or whoever I, at NXT. I, I'm sure, I'm positive. Even if they didn't say, even if they didn't talk to the office and say, "Hey, let's sign Samoa Joe," I'm sure they said, "Hey, dude, what's the future? Like, what are you doing?"
1: I have, you know what I mean? Like, I have no doubt that William Regal, at minimum, has at least floated interest to whoever makes exactly. ultimately makes that decision.
0: Or, yeah, whoever it is that makes the call or makes the decision, that, or whatever. Hey, we they we got to
1: look at this guy. Exactly. Especially now that Triple H is making this uh, the thing that we all laughed. We all laughed at Bruce Mitchell and we're all eating crow now because Bruce Mitchell was the first one to say it back at the network rollout. He said that NXT was Triple H's answer to the indies. Mm -hmm. and We all laughed and laughed and laughed and it's and it came to fruition. So apologies to Bruce Mitchell who will never listen to this. But apologies (laughs) to Bruce
0: Mitchell. You don't know that. Because he was right. Okay? Yeah. He was right. It it was hard to see at the time when it was, you know, Bo Dallas versus Biggie Langston or whatever, but yeah, it's it's gotten there. And
1: they're gonna take this thing, they're gonna do some and and, and I mean, you know, and 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 Triple H has flat out said that he wants to appeal to us. Right. Me, you, and the people listening to this show. He says he understands NXT is has a slightly more hardcore crowd, and that's why he signed and brought in the people that he brought in. And who's a better fit for that than Samoa fucking Joe? I mean, these people who don't think that there's going to be any interest in this guy, they're they're mental. The only barrier between the WWE and Samoa Joe is passing a physical. If you think otherwise, you're lost. You don't have a clue if you think otherwise. It's passing a physical. That's it. Okay. I guarantee you all these these major players are lined up around the block for this guy. And I tell you what, if if if. If he, if he comes to any of these places motivated, and like I said, I find it hard to believe that he wouldn't walk into that NXT locker room or that New Japan locker room, two of the most competitive locker rooms and hungry locker rooms. Are you Are going to find a hungrier locker room than that NXT locker room? Not no. only are all these guys great, none of them want to fucking be there. So that's the hungriest locker room you're ever going to find. With his contemporaries, with his friends, with his right. professional rivals, you think he's going to walk into an environment like that. And he seems like a pretty good dude, and a, and a dude who, who, who at, at least at one time, before he was tna took a lot of pride in his craft. You think he's yeah. going to walk into that environment, and he's going to lay an egg, or he's not going to be motivated, or he's not going to give a shit, or he's not going to perform at a high level? You're lost. If you truly believe that, and I'm talking to you, Observer Board, because that's a joke <laughs> thread on the Observer Board. It's,
0: it's, it's a train such wreck, an yeah. Observer
1: thread because it's just the, the the typical super negative everybody sucks negativity that you get there and yeah. it's like
0: until they've done it on the main event of WrestleMania they they're garbage yeah. they're trash and and they're they're there's not worth your time yet yeah you no know,
1: they're so focused on that that bump that he took on the stairs like that like and that all that's all Dave Meltzer's fault because Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez as you know uh you know I, you 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 take, you, know, you do anything that's even remotely risky or unsafe. And those guys just harp on it and harp on it and harp on right. it. And, you know, and that trickles down to the people who pay to read their shit. But anyway, we're getting away from the point here. The point is Samoa Joe, wherever, he, if he walks into one of these competitive locker rooms, believe me, he, he, he's going to be,
0: he's not going to want to have the worst match of the night in, in NXT. He's, he's or, or, or anywhere. Anywhere. I mean, that's- he's not going
1: to want people to think that he's washed up. Like they're saying, right. He's going to want to go out there and kill it. I have no doubt that he can again, with the asterisk of provided that he's healthy. And I'm just gonna assume that he is until, uh, you know, I'm I'm told definitively that he's not until he says, "Look, I I, I can't physically do it anymore." Or, uh, you know what? You know what'll tell the tale if he doesn't sign a deal with one of these companies. That will tell you all you need to know about it. Yeah. Team. If
0: he just decides to do the indie thing for six months and kind of get these big shots, then you'll kind of have an idea. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he just sees. Look, <laughs> I'm just gonna get my last little thing in here if he knows and then go he, do my if business. He knows he's work.
1: badly hurt. He knows the working standard in a place like New Japan. He knows the physical toll that's going to take on his body when he goes on a G one tour. Uh, he's just he, so he's not he's not going to go. You know what I mean? And and WWE they're going to give him a physical, so they won't even let him in the door. You know if his back is shot. So we'll see. But I don't know, man. I think people are really underestimating.
0: Uh, the, the, i think a lot of people need to go back and watch how good he was when he was good man, i think i think don't even have i think there's a lot of people far. that don't know that i i really don't well no i i don't i don't honestly think because i know at that time you know and, and we're talking <clears throat> obviously ring of honor was a pretty big deal at that point or, and, and even his early tna run but i would really implore people if if you're sort of like uh you know i don't really know go back and look at how good that dude was when he was last motivated when he was you know ready to go and all that sort of i mean like we said, he won most outstanding. That's not a small feat done. I, mean, I list the other guys that have won most outstanding wrestler or whatever. It's not, it's not a, a list. There's nobody in that list that didn't deserve it in their year. You know what I mean? Like I, there's a reason he won that in, in that year. Cause you talk about 2005 or whatever. There was a lot of really good workers in the world at in 2005 and he was head and shoulders above them. He is so good. Do,
1: do people really think that he couldn't show up in NXT tomorrow and have a match with Kevin Owens and tear the fucking house down?
0: Oh god, yeah. I mean, are you fucking... I don't think people I don't think people honestly know how he works. I think people see him and then just kind of go, "Oh, yeah." You know what I mean? Like I I really honestly think that there are a subset of people that just see him and don't understand, you know, what he does, how he worked, what he was able to do in the ring. All it's I it's just
1: Well, I mean, look at it this way. I mean, if you're 20 years old, the last you wouldn't, y- y- you were 12 when he was,
0: you know what I mean? It's, and that's what I mean. That's so if there are people listening, not that in maybe didn't anyone, when back. did he
1: win most? I was saying 2005,
0: 2005. So I if, mean, you're, if
1: you're <laughs> in a, you could be an adult and have no memory of that.
0: I was 17. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, you could be 20 years old and, and you were 10.
0: Right. No, I mean, I was going to ring of honor shows just because that's what I was doing. But like, I, I don't know if many other 16 or 17 year olds were doing that or whatever. I mean, yeah, that's if if there's a 21 year old that's I mean, you were 11. You didn't watch Ring of Honor when you were 11. I care the, the
1: The thing is, too. I mean, look, I look he, Obviously, he he hasn't had a year close to that since, and it's gotten progressively worse as he's gotten progressively less motivated, and TNA has gone further into the shitter. But you still you don't have to dig that deep to find. Uh, I just mentioned that low key match from Impact at the end of yeah, last year. Yeah,
0: I know year, the one you're talking and, about exactly. Is
1: that not an NXT match? That's a seven oh. minute NXT
0: television. Well, match. it's two guys that yeah that that that, and I think I feel the same way about you know a guy like Low Key. I mean, he obviously has attitude yeah. issues, but yeah, you put him anywhere, and he's going to have great. You,
1: you stick that ex- that match that they had on Impact on next week's NXT episode.
0: Let's see if you can find that one on YouTube. And it, for and it, that are, it, are it fits
1: right in. That's exactly what they're doing on NXT TV, you know. And it's like, you know, he had a match with.
0: Uh, yeah, you can if you look up Samoa Joe Loki. It's the first one that comes up. X Division title uh, Samoa Joe versus oh, that's sorry, wrong one. That's Sonata Loki and Samoa Joe, which is a I decent that's one too. A decent match too that's August 7th is that one yeah that's the only one I'm seeing on YouTube so maybe they don't have the straight uh no, he, had, he, he, had the, versus... he had
1: the three-way match at bound for glory with uh Loki and kasayashi which was a uh, yeah which was a good match he
0: had all oh, uh, right yeah yeah he yeah. had
1: um uh, a match with um Austin Aries. this might be going back a little further I'm trying to think um um wow man um uh it might have been a slam one year against Austin
0: yeah, Aries. uh slam anniversary I got it up right here Slammiversary 2012 so
1: uh, my, uh, that that might be it. Yeah. Where he had, he had a great match with uh, Austin Aries. He had, um, you know, so I mean, there's still he still dots the landscape every now and then uh, with when he's in there with the right people. And, and, and I don't know, I guess maybe when he's properly motivated. But I mean, you know, it's it's I don't know. I just I think people are going to be in for a shot. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. If I mean, they're they're acting like this guy's dead and buried. I mean, you know, he's he's 35 years old. Right. Is that how old he is? He's thirty-five. Uh, thirty-five, I believe. 30... Thirty-five or thirty-six. Okay, so. he's 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 thirty-five. How old is Devin? Thirty-four.
0: He is thirty-five. Is Samoa Joe? Let me find out. Uh, Prince Devin, I believe he is thirty. Thirty-three. He's thirty-three right now. So he's
1: thirty-three. How old's Kenta? Thirty-five.
0: Oh yeah, he is. Let's see. Uh, he is
1: thirty-three. Okay, so they're they're about two years younger than Samoa Joe. And uh, you know they just showed up in NXT uh, six months ago or whatever it was. So it's like, um, is he a little older than what they typically bring in? Yeah, yeah, sure he is. But I mean, he's fucking Samoa Joe. He's Samoa Joe. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, let's not lose sight of that. I think the guy's gonna do fine. Right. Wherever yeah, he lands, that. he's gonna do fine. And i um, you know, I I hadn't read the Observer yet, so you know that quote that he's surprised that, there's there's a couple different ways to read into that, that he's surprised at how much his phone is rang. Number one, it, it backs up my point that they're lined up around the block for the guy because he's motherfucking Samoa Joe. When you've got Paul Heyman sending out tweets – uh, when the guy gets cut. I mean, you know, I, you know, Paul Heyman's you know, uh, a pretty smart guy. And I, I think we could all agree that Paul Heyman has an extremely keen eye for talent. You could say whatever you want about Paul Heyman, but when it comes to spotting talent, I don't know if there's anybody I trust more than Paul Heyman. I mean, the list would be really short in terms of people who are who are able to spot talent than, than Paul Heyman. And, you know, he's tweeting out uh, that this guy got cut. Uh, you got Carl Anderson tweeting out that the guy, everybody would love to see this guy come to their place of work.
0: Okay. Yeah. Here are the quotes from Samoa Joe for people that haven't read The Observer or or don't subscribe. He says, "Uh, plans for the future are tentative to say the least. The rumors of me leaving wrestling are very false based on assumptions because I've spent the last five years building a solid property rental business. The reasons for my departure are varied in a laundry list. I have no ill will toward TNA, just sometimes you need to change the scenery. I'll be spending the next few days combing through offers put before me, which I'm both a little bit surprised and thankful for. Uh,
1: I'm telling you, this guy is going to be able to call his own shot. And let me tell you something else. If they lowballed him on his renewal, which they probably did because they can't sure. because they can't afford him anymore, which again, I don't.
0: And that's not wrong. Yeah, that's not a bad thing on there, yeah. yeah.
1: And I don't begrudge him for turning it down because, uh, you know, if someone was paying you, and I'm just throwing numbers out there, I have no idea what the man was making. If someone was paying you $100,000 a year for the last 10 years and they came back at you this year with 60, are you going to jump to sign that contract? Probably not. OK, no, uh, because even if you have other means of income and it's not really about the money, you know, you know, we all have pride. We all have professional and personal I mean, pride. pride.
0: Yeah, taking a forty thousand dollar pay cut is, is is tough. You
1: know, and again, I don't we don't know the figures, but I'm just throwing that out there. You know, but the other way you can read in uh, to those quotes are, um, you know, maybe he has been. You know, the fact that he says that he's surprised at the amount of people who have who have who have rang his phone. Maybe there is some self doubt in this guy after years of sure. abuse in TNA, um, and maybe you know there, there was that that proves that there was a lack of motivation or or, or doubting of his abilities. But you know, I, I, here's listen, I this guy's pretty sounds like he's pretty stable financially. I don't think he's gonna go somewhere and coast, you know, especially if it's competitive locker room. I, I I'm I'm fully confident that if this guy continues his professional wrestling career at a high level in in a high level environment. Uh, that he's going to be wildly successful. He's set up to have an enormous 2015. If, yep. he's, if he signs somewhere soon and spends the majority of the year somewhere, uh, you're going to be talking about this guy at the end of the year as a wrestler of the year candidate. I, I strongly believe that. I think a motivated Samoa Joe is uh, it, 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 it can be a very very dangerous thing. Okay, he can he can he can be right back into that upper echelon if he's properly motivated. I, I don't see any reason why not. Uh, definitely not because a guy who's been fat his whole career is still fat. I mean, you know, can,
0: can, can we stop with that? Well, nonsense? remember when? Well, I mean, they were right about Kevin Owens. I mean, he's obviously not successful being a fatty that he is. So, yeah. And I mean, because he lost 25 pounds and he's still, I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, like, yeah, he is in much, much better shape, but the dude is still not a, you know, The, the they have this idea that, and, and, and that the and this observer board just has this weird phobia and and, and it's not just them. I mean, it kind of it, it infiltrates a lot of fan bases as well. Is that WWE is still in the bodybuilder Johnny Ace stuff? And it's like, dude, we're so far we're away from re- that. I mean, we're that, so far stop. It's a like, two just stop or with three
1: year old narrative that's been and dead it was all and dead. I mean Jesus. <laughs> I mean Bray Wyatt and and Kevin Owens and
0: Bull Dempsey. I mean, can we stop? I mean, Daniel Bryan's still a featured. I mean, there there are reasons yeah, why he's yeah. not featured as much as he is. And, and Daniel
1: Bryan is five.
0: Well, it's not because of his body. He's yeah, five
1: foot eight, and he main evented WrestleMania last year. Can we stop right. with the bot? That is, it it's gone. It's it's dead and buried.
0: It's well, cuz Roman Reigns does not have a good body by the way. In case you guys are curious. He has a good face, has a good goatee, has good hair, but
1: I wouldn't go that far. I mean, he he, he looks like me. Eh. Ah, come on. I got I I wouldn't go that far. No, he's I wouldn't go that far at Roman Reigns. I mean, he obviously has has uh, he he has a great look and he has that stereotypical look of the past. I think he would have been done fine with his look in any era, but clearly um uh, you know, that 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 whole thing never has never has body image mattered less. In the Vince McMahon era, with the exception of maybe the first two or three years that he owned the company and that he took the company from his father, and they were still in transition and they were still using Mm -hmm. some, you know, territories, you know, guys that, you know, didn't have the best physiques or whatnot. And you know, it took him a year or two to go full bore into, you know, steroid steroid mode with the roster. But uh, for all intents and purposes of this conversation here, Never has body image mattered less than it does right now. So anyone who brings that up is just completely off the rails. It can't be taken seriously. If you really think that Samoa Joe's body is the reason that they won't hire him. And and don't bring up Chris Hero either because Chris Hero is a different situation. Chris Hero was not a big guy. okay. Chris Hero was a guy who was in shape with the company and then couldn't stay in shape. Mm-hmm. That's a different scenario. And if you see if you've seen Chris Hero lately, OK, it's pretty clear that it was a struggle for him to even stay in the shitty shape that he was in in NXT.
0: Right. And, and there was, if you remember, uh, when, when he was let go, uh, Triple H had some cryptic. I think it was on one of the conference calls and he's mentioned that there are a few guys that he, you know, essentially, you know, running around. He, he mentioned in a few quotes, but essentially what he said is there's a guy we got rid of recently and we're sort of wondering if he can sort of get remotivated. You know, away from us. And I think it was an obvious thing that they were talking about Chris Hero is, hey, look, you got to, you know, you, you, you kind of let yourself go. We're going to, you know, get, get ready for a little bit. But if you come back and in six months you're in super shape and having great matches, we'll hire you right back. Well,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's It's, it's kind of it's different with him because they're not they're, hiring him. Back. That wasn't the deal with him. He didn't come in as a fat guy. These guys are coming in as fat guys. This is what they are. Uh, that's uh, part of Kevin Owens persona. That's, but that's bull Dempsey. what? but Smith James was a fat guy. Uh, Samoa Joe is a big guy I mean I, that, that's not going to be the barrier the barrier the one and only barrier as I said before is going to be, be right whether up. he could pass physical that's it it's going to be the only barrier
0: all right, And as mentioned, uh, voice arresting.com, there's a great article up there by Garrett Kidney, uh sad story of Samoa Joe and TNA and a really good recap. Um not not terribly long, but I thought that was good that it wasn't. It was a little bit more concise about, you know, it, you know how much pri- you know how much pride he had when he came in and what a big deal he was when he came in and then sort of the steps along the way that they messed him up with the okato and and just the he was just he was weird. Remember the remember the kidnapping angle and then he just like walked back in. Yeah, he got <laughs>
1: like, kidnapped and <laughs> thrown in the back of a van.
0: And then like 6 <laughs> months later he was just like Samoa Joe everybody. Then he he had was, the, like, oh. then he
1: had the face Tattoo and the knife, yeah. And then uh, the Okato thing, yeah, a million different things. I tell you what, if I brought that guy in NXT, I would immediately start building to a Kevin Owens match. Yeah, that I'm salivating over that.
0: Yeah, those two would would put together. Because a you nice figure
1: Zayn at some point is going to have to get move up at some point. So mm-hmm. you're done with his Zayn thing. You slowly build to uh, Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens. I mean, that, I mean, geez, I mean,
0: I mean, that guy's instantly over with that entire crowd. So.
1: I mean, can you imagine Samoa Joe walking into that, you know, the pop that he'd get?
0: Oh, yeah. You know just saying? seeing if they saw Samoa Joe on the freaking Jumbotron, if they saw his name. I mean, yeah, absolutely. 100%.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. These, these people are nuts. People they went are,
0: nuts for Rhino. They went nuts for fucking Rhino. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's these,
1: these, some of these fans, man, they just they but again we have to remember especially when we're talking about the observer board these are
0: the That's same, a different breed. These are yeah. the same
1: people who said that the WWE fans wouldn't know who Sting was so there was no <laughs> oh,
0: right? Sting, remember they, yeah. so they thought it, they would is, Sting would come out and everybody would go huh yeah, no
1: no one will know who Sting is <laughs> who so, is
0: this guy yeah so and David Mix likes to point out that even though they uh, even though fans don't know who he is and WWE has to say the Vigilante or whatever and never mentioned WCW that they all chant we want Sting which was his you know chant obviously and like 1989 but yeah i mean everybody just immediately knows how to chant for him oh geez like you know
1: completely absurd absurd but yeah joe's gonna do fine all
0: right let's uh let's stick with wb here let's talk WWE fast lane joe we're on a fast lane do, WrestleMania do we have this... to WrestleMania. Do we have to talk about WWE? uh We'll do it quickly. We'll, we'll do one, one, the one to 10 game quickly. I don't, I don't have a ton of strong <sighs> thoughts about WWE fast lane. So uh, I let's I just burn wanna... through it. Cause I, let's do the fast lane through fast lane. Cause uh, yeah, I don't think we're this gonna will be, be fun, fun
1: because I, I think I know two matches on the card. So,
0: well, there you go. Yes. Uh, a few new ones actually got made uh, on SmackDown. I think I'm as we, as we speak right now, so waiting with the um, breath, I cannot wait. Yes, yeah, so let's do one to ten game here. We'll start off with a singles match, a singles grudge match. We are not waiting to WrestleMania for this. We're getting Goldust versus Stardust.
1: I mean, they might as well not wait till WrestleMania because there'd be no room for them on the show. So
0: they'd get three minutes on that show. Like it's that. not
1: the you know. I remember the old days. Everybody was on WrestleMania, and and everybody had a program going Those were into terrible. WrestleMania. And um, no, I'm just saying for comparison purposes, there was a time where, like, if you go back to, I don't know. WrestleMania Five, okay, and count the oh, number God, of that one, and count the number of people who were on the show, compared to the number of people who were on the WrestleMania card in I don't know, 2011 or 2009. I mean, it's probably double. They they shoehorned everybody onto the card. They don't do that anymore. Now they give you what seven or eight of the top matches. Uh, they'll throw you a divas match in there, and and. Things like Goldust and Stardust that would have been on a WrestleMania five, you know what I mean? That would have been on a WrestleMania uh,
0: seven. Yeah, we got two and a half minutes, and it would have been you know terrible, and then it was done. Yeah.
1: But instead, you know, that that match is never getting on WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, we so. had we had fourteen matches on WrestleMania five. That that one is a particular one to, to bring up. Of that was the, the the epitome of literally everybody on this roster is getting a payday.
1: And you know, b- back in those days, late eighties uh, to the very early nineties, it wasn't just WrestleMania. I remember as a kid I would watch you know the the Survivor Series report or the SummerSlam report on superstars or wrestling challenge and where they'd give you like a new match every week for whatever pay-per-view was coming up whether it was Survivor Series or SummerSlam or WrestleMania and I would count in my head or you're on a notepad or whatever okay this guy doesn't have a match yet and this guy doesn't have a match yet they're probably going to be faced you know what I mean I, by process of elimination I would figure out who was on the card yet who what because Every anyone with a semblance of a push would end up on the pay-per-views. Yeah, and those days are just long gone. Obviously, I mean that just doesn't happen anymore. And I'm not saying it's better or worse. I mean, in some ways it's better. In some way, it's better because less matches means more time for the matches, and better in 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 theory, you're gonna get better matches. Uh, On the flip side, you know, guys get lost in the shuffle, and you know they're just they just have so many guys on the roster just floating around doing nothing. But anyway, this match will be on Fastlane, not on WrestleMania. They kind of rush the breakup and rush the match. I mean, I don't know. It's, but at this point, I have no interest in Stardust as a character whatsoever. I don't care anyway, for either, So it doesn't really. matter. I mean, I don't really care about this match. I guess I'd give it a two.
0: I would probably give it a three just because I'm interested if there's any Dusty Rhodes interaction here or whatever. But, yeah, I, c- I couldn't care less about either of these two. Um, I'm not a big fan of, of of Stardust, and and I'm in the minority of not a big fan of Goldust either. So I, I, I to me, whatever. Like I, <laughs> the, whoever wins or lose, I mean, I have no stake in the game whatsoever for this, so it doesn't matter to me really. Um, move on here for the tag team championship. We have the Usos defending their title against Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. Uh,
1: I'm gonna give this a solid eight because ah,
0: that was eight. That was my number eight. Yeah, I'm really uh, I this, think this, this could be a, this be a great match. It's going to be a show stealer. It could absolutely. And there's only there's only six matches on this card. So the problem is they could get time. But
1: we're going to get let down because there's going to be a lot of storyline stuff with Natalia. Mm -hmm. And I don't really want that. I don't care about that. I'm not interested in that. I'm okay with that, like in vignettes or, you know, you just want
0: these two to work. You just want I I would love this. Yes. Fifteen minutes. Just have a match. I'd like to
1: just have a match. But. I I, listen,
0: we got to tell stories.
1: We we got (laughs) to tell our stories. So, I mean, I'm giving it an eight, but realistically it'll probably be a letdown because there'll be some Natalia nonsense.
0: All right. So we have for the intercontinental championship, Dean Ambrose wants his name on the, or his face on the wall of WWE intercontinental champions. It is at WWE headquarters. It is bad news. Barrett's the champion defending against Dean Ambrose. You
1: know, why, why does, you know, it's the subtlety hammer at play with Dean Ambrose because, Mm -hmm. Now he has to be zany and wacky, Dean Ambrose. What was wrong with weird, creepy, uh, Sam Shaw done right, Dean Ambrose? Yeah. What was wrong with that? The, the Dean Ambrose in the Shield who was a clearly unstable, real creepy, and could snap at a moment's notice and diabolical. And you got the sense that he was smart and he was cunning and he was just a little off. How cool was that? Now he's just these zany and wacky and yeah, like, no,
0: I'm wearing weird suits and I'm doing this because because I mentioned this, uh, I I brought it up on Twitter a, a few days ago as well, and I said. Vince McMahon, he, he's he's no one is better than him at dehumanizing of somebody so quickly. Nobody is is better at it than him. And for a while, that was a really important thing. It was a really good thing, and it's a thing that made him a lot of money. The fact that he could create superheroes and he could create this guy and he, these you know these over the top characters and these superheroes and all that sort of stuff. Nobody wants that shit anymore. People want people that that look and feel and act like humans. And that Dean Ambrose that you're mentioning was a little off. He but. You know, he he felt like a real person, a person that would get angry at things, a person that would get motivated at certain times, a person that was kind of a little off or that, you know, he, you, you know weren't what really he sure. Like? What t- I'll
1: tell you what he felt like. He felt like that cousin we all have that we don't like to associate with. Cause he's a little, right. fucking he might weird. have a tick.
0: He's got like a little bit of a tick and you're not really sure. He's very fun when you hang out with him, but you don't want to do exactly. like something, you know, there might be something where you're like, I ah, don't say that around him. He gets kind of weird when yeah, you're like, yes, like yes. don't play basketball. Cause he gets really fucking crazy when you play basketball or something. Like,
1: yeah, it's like, you see him at birthday parties or you see him at family get togethers, but you have no interest in, uh, in hanging out with him one-on-one because he's a fucking creep. That's what he's, that's what he was like. And you're right. He's been completely dehumanized. He's been completely he's I'm waiting for them to change his entrance theme to the Benny Hill theme. He's zany. He's wacky. uh, You know, it's and and listen, he's doing it very well to his credit. He's doing what's asked of him very well. He's an excellent
0: when he was a magician for a while. That was cool.
1: Absolutely. I mean, an excellent performer. (laughs) But there's there's his ceiling was so much higher before. I mean, what he's doing now is just this is upper mid card death. What he's doing now, this this zany wacky character. I just I don't know, and it really it just is
0: insane. Because in the in the summer they had a guy. We were talking here. We were honestly legitimately talking that this guy, you know, in SummerSlam and around that time was a legit star in the making. They they kind of backed their way into it, and it kind of just happened out of nowhere. But this, sometimes that happens, and the crowd was connecting with him, and there was big pops, and he was having good matches, and all that sort of stuff. And now we're hearing, yeah, you and I could barely care about him. I can't imagine what the casual fan thinks. Yeah, so about him.
1: this match, so, I don't know. I'm a, at a five, a five, I, a five, I yeah. guess. I don't know.
0: All right, so we have for the Divas Championship: Nikki Bella defending her title against Paige.
1: I don't zero. I don't care. <laughs>
0: I'll give it a, like a two because I don't. I, I like. I think I, Nikki's. I think Nikki's improved. It'll be an okay match. Look,
1: I like Paige. I actually like Paige a lot. And I think Nikki Bella has improved, but I just – I'm not
0: – The build of this has been pretty decent. I don't know, it's been I, not bad. I just bad. don't care. Just, I don't give a f- – Yeah, I mean, I, I get that. It's, it's I, I thought they've done as best they could, but, yeah, they'll probably get put in a t- pretty terrible At the year. end of the day,
1: do I need this match in my life? I really don't. Yeah. I just – zero. I don't give a f- shit. I don't, just don't care. All
0: right. So we have for the U.S. title, Rusev defending his title against John Cena. <sighs> This is a
1: tricky one. I mean, I, I'm a big Rusev guy. I think he's one of the few guys they have that they haven't managed to fuck up.
0: Yeah, How has he lasted a year without getting screwed up? Um, they've had like two times that they've really done something where people are like, ah, I don't know about that. I mean, how does that happen? Like,
1: I'm really curious about the finish. I'm curious whether they do a rematch at WrestleMania, which means Cena would lose here, right? Um,
0: yeah, ideally, or, you know, it could be a disqualification and no contest, something, something like that.
1: Um, just because I'm curious about the finish, I don't look. Here's the thing with Cena, and we are not Cena haters by any means. Um, the thing with Cena is he really works to the level of his opposition. I think he's like the perfect example of that. You know, when he works with a dry guy like Randy Orton, the matches are dry when he wrestles, you know, against other great wrestlers. The matches are great. When Cena's in there with shit, the matches are shit. Um, Rusev obviously has been, you know, when he wrestles his style of match, the matches are excellent. He might've been my favorite wrestler in the company last year. Um, He has been exposed to some extent when he tries to wrestle longer WWE style main events. I I don't know how these two guys are going to mesh together. So there's a curiosity factor there for me. My gut tells me they're not going to work very well together, especially since, you know, being a Cena match. This isn't going to be an eight-minute Rusev, Biggie Langston, Rusev swagger sort of intense sprint. They're going to go out there and they're going to have a, like you said, there's only six matches announced for this show. So they're going to have to give this thing a little bit of time. I worry about this match, but there is a curiosity factor to see how they'll sure. work together. So I'll give it a six.
0: Yeah, I'm going to probably go with five. Um, I'm interested in how the finish plays out, but uh, I, I'm kind of with you. I, I don't see this being very good. I just don't know if this is really the right matchup for these two. I don't know if these two are are, are capable of, and, and I think independently, as you mentioned, I think independently they're both capable of having good matches it just seems like a weird fit between these two and and, and I'm not sure how it's gonna play out. That's the only thing is i is I'll give it a five just because I'm interested in seeing how it wins, you know, who wins, is it a DQ? Is it a no contest? Do we have a rematch at WrestleMania? Does he go through, you know, they've been kind of messing around with the with the the LED boards, so do we have somebody get thrown through those and then, you know, we need to come back at WrestleMania? It's one of those John Cena is dead and then he'll come back in two weeks. Like like something like that is probably gonna happen or whatever, and it's gonna be kind of lame. But I would like to have something where it's a little bit more a little more to it. Like you know, maybe Rusev wins or even if a, I don't want John Cena to win now, but at least if that happens, there's something to it. You, you know what I mean? Whereas I think we're just going to get a DQ or a no contest or whatever, but but I'm le- I'm willing to let it play out. So I'll probably go with a five. The
1: booking is is super interesting to see how they're going to book it now. Let me ask you this. Would it shock you if the match was terrible?
0: Uh, not shock me at all. No, would it shock
1: you if the match was great?
0: Great. How, how do we define great? Uh, four That's- stars. Oof.
1: I'm not matchy or anything, but
0: like, it would shock me. Yeah, it would shock me if it got to four stars.
1: See, neither of those extremes would shock me, but I think that the match being terrible is more likely. And I have nothing to base that on. It's just my gut. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that these these two guys mesh because I think we're going to get more of it. So I hope that they can that, that, that these guys work well together. We'll see.
0: All right, so we'll go on to the main event, a match as I mentioned. Nobody's better at dehumanizing people, and they've done a fantastic job with these two guys. As for the number one contendership, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. Which, by the way, I don't know. Have you watched Raw? Yes. That that ten minutes at the end did more than the previous five weeks, I, or whatever the hell. I it, it, it was so. It's like you know what? Let's just have these two dudes hit each other. Oh, hey, weird. It's like dumb promos and weird commentary and weird faces or whatever. Didn't do shit. Then the guys fight for 5 minutes and it's it's perfect. So
1: I weird. I've been very quiet about this. But I'm going to disagree. I'm the only okay. only person apparently in the world where that fi- where the ending of Raw did absolutely nothing for me. Um okay. I still have zero in- I give this match a zero. The same as uh Paige and Nikki Bella. I have no interest in this match whatsoever. I have first of all Anyone who listens to this show knows I have no interest in Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns may as well not exist in my world. I think he's shit. I have no interest in him. Um, there's a the guy does, no, does less than zero for me. And I've resigned myself to the fact that we're stuck with him for the next 10 years. It just is what it is. But what the interesting thing is now, I am now too officially to the point, And people may have felt this one brewing for the last year and a half or so. But I'm there now, Rich. I don't give a single fuck about Daniel Bryan.
0: No, and, that, and that's I, you're, you're absolutely perfectly okay with that because, yeah, and that's what I mentioned. No, they they've Especially in this last month and especially the way they've – there's just a lot of stuff that they've done and done a fantastic job of making you not care about Daniel Bryan. I mean there's no reason you should care. Why, would you, why should you care about Daniel Bryan anymore?
1: They had one job. Their one job was to get to a Daniel Bryan-Brock Lesnar match and make it mean something. And I would have been 100% all in on that. If Daniel Bryan beats Roman Reigns and goes to WrestleMania to face Brock Lesnar, I'll have zero interest in that too. Because I am so over Daniel Bryan. And I am so convinced that I know how they're going to build that match. That it's going to kill any interest I have in it. That I I'm just completely over Daniel Bryan. And so
0: that's I, your prediction that, that that Bryan wins. I have here no and idea. I'm saying
1: if he does win.
0: Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay.
1: They've they've killed my interest in the one match that that I would have had more interest for than maybe any match on the planet. I don't know if I could think of another match worldwide that I would have had more interest in. I don't. Yeah. If I
0: told you two years ago, hey, at WrestleMania, the main event's gonna be Brock Lesnar and Daniel Bryan.
1: <laughs> we were screaming about it on this show that they should yeah. eventually go in that direction.
0: That was the long term. I think we with said with a would more be the greatest. with a
1: more serious Daniel Bryan. But here's what's going to happen if he beats Roman Reigns, you and 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 okay, let's just let's fantasy book. He beats Roman Reigns. They turn Roman Reigns heel, and they're going to do what they should have done. And Roman Reigns is a heel for a year and a half before they decide to go all the way at Roman Reigns. So let's get Roman Reigns out of the way. Okay, work with me here. Daniel Bryan wins. He's facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania the entire build for that match is going to be Brock Lesnar and 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 Paul Heyman not taking him seriously and treating him like a dork and treating him like a super underdog and it's just the same old shit and I'm just not interested in it anymore. I'm not interested in his stupid beard. I'm not interested in his stupid underdog story. I'm not stupid. I'm not interested in his stupid yes, yes, yes chant. I'm not interested in that dumb smirk that he has on his face all the time. I'm not interested in his same repetitive, boring matches that he has all the time. Yes, Daniel Bryan's matches are repetitive and boring now. They're getting there. Can his TV
0: matches that? are not very it's good anymore. It's the same no.
1: old shit. Daniel Bryan is the. Epi- Remember in ROH when they would, when the fans would would uh, tongue in cheek chant same old shit at Daniel Bryan and and he'd I have do. fun with it and then he would intentionally do the same old shit.
0: Yeah, then he would just <laughs> and it, and it was... ease in that headlock a little bit more. Yeah, like... but here
1: here's the problem. Now he is, like, like legitimately, it's the same old shit with this guy. In the ring, in the commentary, in the stories they tell with him, I'm tired of his dumb hair. I'm tired of his dumb beard. I'm tired of his dumb smirk that he never gets off his face. I'm tired of the fact that he can never give a serious promo. I'm tired of the fact that the commentators never take him seriously. I'm tired of underdog stories in this fucking company for the last 30 years. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Ever since Hulk Hogan, who was one of the largest human beings on Earth, insisted on on booking himself against the largest men they could find, so they can make him an underdog, this this company has done nothing but underdog stories. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of underdog stories. They're boring. I'm tired yep. of it. I'm tired of baby faces in peril. I'm sick of the same old shit in my pro wrestling. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of underdogs. I'm tired of babyface underdogs. I've had it. I've had it with Daniel Bryan. I have no interest in Daniel Bryan. I'm not exaggerating. This is not hyperbole. I'm not. No, and
0: and you're not. I don't think you're alone. I mean, I think that's the prevail. That I think that's the bigger thing is this. I don't think this is Joe Lanza has his you know ridiculous opinion thing that we're doing. I'm not doing
1: podcast stick.
0: No, I mean, look no at our forum. There's in this guy. No there, there's, there's a thread in our forum that goes, you know, why are fans turning on Dan O'Brien? There's a lot of people bringing real thoughts in that they're like, yeah, you know, I, I'm just not into it anymore. I don't know if it's the care. I don't know what it is. But, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, you're not alone. There's a lot of people. And and the crowds are that way, too. In in the build of this, there's been boos. There's been less yes chance. I mean, there he is dramatically less over than he was at the same point last year. Night and day.
1: Crisscross, duck under, flying leg, tope to the outside. Same old shit. Even the matches are the same old shit it's 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 that it's it's he's I don't have any interest in the guy I don't know what to say I mean I wish I didn't feel this way I I kind of felt it brewing maybe 18 months ago when it, you know you kind of got the sense that this was they were never going to get away from this and I've kind of been hoping against hope that they would that they would change his character a little bit give him a more serious edge
0: the injury the injury helped a little bit I think a lot of people thought okay he's going to come back and be a, a little a bit different fresh but a no, paint Nothing.
1: They, who needs a
0: fresh, longer God, hair? God, does yeah. this
1: guy need a fresh coat of paint? And it's now or never. If they gave him a fresh coat of paint now, you know, right before WrestleMania, you know, you know, they, they could really freshen this guy up and get the they're in danger of, you know, he's getting booed more and more in these arenas. Yeah. And they're in danger of people following my lead here. And 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 it's you know, it's 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 going to trickle into their casual base eventually, too. And that's something I predicted a year ago. I, I I just I don't know I don't have any interest in the guy I can't lie about it it used to be I could overlook um, you you know and look forward to the matches I can't anymore because he's I, I don't I don't even think the guy I, I don't his matches aren't great anymore I I watch Daniel Bryan matches I'm not I just it's just they're WWE TV matches that's what they are and he works the WWE babyface style with his three or four you know uh, trademark moves and and you know the, the same old fucking baby pace and peril shit under, especially with him because it's the underdog shit and it's like i don't know and then they they did that segment on raw and they had their brawl and i understand people liked it because there was yeah. finally some intensity brought to the table
0: That i think that was the biggest thing for me it was it, was like, it wasn't this weird because all they've had before in the build-up has been like these weird promos where roman reigns makes a goofy face and then daniel bryan makes a goofy face
1: and and brian's being smarmy
0: you know, and yeah, Brian's well, I never lost my title. Why didn't I get it? And I mean, that's the other thing, too. That that build has been so he's stupid. He the dumb, in dumb a sense.
1: smirk on his face. And finally, he had that dumb smirk wiped off his uh, face. And he just, you know, they went blow for blow. But he, it did nothing for me. I watched that emotionless. I, it didn't make me want okay. to see the yeah. match. I mean, it,
0: it hooked me, but I guess I'm not I'm not totally dead yet. I, I still have some hope, some mild, mild hope. But Well, after, but all, I, I'm that, right
1: after all that, zero. So the floor is now yours.
0: Yeah, um, I'm probably going to go – see, I'm interested in not in the match itself because I think the match is going to suck and, and and I just – because I don't think Roman Reigns in 20 I, – I think if anybody can get a decent match out of him, it was uh, Daniel Bryan from a few years ago. I don't know if this Daniel Bryan is going to get him over to that extent. I, I don't know. D- to me, the match is not going to be good because I just don't think Roman Reigns is any good and I think he's going to drag it down. Um I'm interested in the finish. I'm interested in how they play into the finish. You know, what do we have after this? Do we have you know Lesnar versus Brian? Do we have Roman versus you know Lesnar? Do we have you know a three way? Do we have Rollins interjecting himself and making it a four way? Like that. That's that's my only intrigue is how does this play out for WrestleMania? Because now we have it's now or never. We have to know after this what our main event is going to be for Mania. That's the only thing I'm interested in. As a, as far as the match, I don't. I'm not going to give a shit until the finish. You know, what I mean, I, when I know the finish is going to be happening, that's when I'll pay attention. But until then. Eh. There's just not, I mean, yeah, it's, I've hated the build to this, and it, 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 it's so, it shows you just how terrible, the, and, and I've mentioned that there's there's been times where the creative has been awful, but I don't think it's been as bad as it is right now. I, I cannot think of a time in in, in WWE history, or in my recent history of watching, where it has just been so off. Like, they couldn't even make this work in any way whatsoever. They found a way to make both of these guys worse off than they were a month ago just dramatically worse too not even just like you, you know what i mean like both of these guys came across as 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 heels when they were meant to be baby faces. i think i don't know maybe there's something more meta that i'm not getting about this build but I don't know. To me, it's it's you have two guys and they're both being whiny little bitches, especially Daniel Bryan, who's just found the absolute worst motivation ever for why he deserves a title match. Roman Reigns, who who can't stop smirking and telling weird jokes and and, and talking about being a man and, and you know he's a baby and he's it's just like what is this? Like what am I supposed to do? Like the fans have no idea what to do. The problem is the it's com- a booked company, it's booked fucking wrestling. Com- How do you not make this? <laughs> because the company doesn't know what they're doing either. Because
1: on that's on, what I mean like, on the on the Blizzard Raw, Daniel Bryan stepped aside.
0: Right, and then the week later, he doesn't step aside. So
1: it shows that the company doesn't know what they're doing either. It's gotten to the point where, and that's the thing. I mean, you mentioned Rollins. I don't care about Rollins and his dumb briefcase. I don't, it's like, there's like four people on that roster that I care about. I think Brock Lesnar is an awesome champion. Uh, I'm way into Rusev, obviously. And I'm really, you know, like everybody else, I'm into this Cesaro kid tag team. Rest of that roster, man. I just—it's so hard to be into anybody on that main roster. And it's gone to the point where, you know, it's like I don't want to see people get called up from NXT. You know what I mean? Like, why would you want Sami Zayn? Other than—oh
0: God, no! Yeah. Other
1: than I like the guy and good for him. And look, at the end of the day, I really don't give a shit about Sami Zayn's bank account. I care about Joe Lanza's right. entertainment.
0: Okay. Yeah, and I mentioned that a year ago because people were bringing that up for for I forgot who it was. Oh, maybe it was when 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 Devin and Kenta were coming and they're like, oh, it's bullshit. They have to go to NXT. I was like, look, I can watch NXT just as easily as I can watch RAW. Absolutely. It's on my TV every single week. I fire it on, boom, ready to go. I don't give a shit who, uh, how many people they're wrestling in front of. I don't give a shit. Yeah, like you said, I <laughs> it might be morbid. I don't care if Sami Zayn can buy a new house or his, you know, I, to yeah, me that I mean, doesn't look, matter. That's, look. I want to watch them and be entertained. Right now, I'm watching them and I'm entertained. Exactly. It's, I don't know if it's gonna be that way. I, I, On a three-hour run. Look, I hope it's way guys, more consumable.
1: It's so more. Consu- it's like, I hope all these guys become millionaires and, and live out their dreams and whatnot. But you know, in, in terms of my entertainment, I hope they all stay in NXT because, and now, you know, the stated goal is that NXT is for me. Yeah. I mean, the guy in charge of it has said that
0: he said you idiots, you nerds. His, <laughs> I'm making this for you. Yeah.
1: The goal is that it's aimed for me and for you and for everybody listening to this. Why would I want these guys to move up? I love watching NXT. A, I'd ra- a, the a bad 1-hour NXT has been better than a good Raw lately. It's easier to watch. The 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 it, it's
0: it's 1-hour wrestling is so oh my god, it's so much better.
1: It's it's 1-hour studio wrestling with you know, there's nothing on the main roster as compelling as as Zayn and Owens. It's
0: Now that we have three close. three really good 1-hour wrestling you know on on a weekly basis it's so night and day and so obvious how much better i mean hour is just like the perfect time for wrestling you know what i mean you you watch lucha underground you watch uh, new japan on access you watch nxt and you watch these shows and it's in that combined time i'm getting so much different stuff in the same amount of time that i watch one dredge of a terrible raw and it's 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 so obvious that one-hour wrestling is just great. And you watch those old Nitros, and you watch those old Raws or whatever, and it's like, yes. I mean, this is... It, I, and I understand. I understand the business obligations of it, so I'm not criticizing them for that, but you see the difference in that. And I think there are creative ways that WWE could make Raw a three-hour Raw. But I mean, if if the hours were different, if there was something different about the hours. Like, you, even in the old three-hour Nitro days, the first hour was not the second and third hour. You know what I mean? Like, that first hour was something completely different than what you got in the second and third hour, and I thought that was there's ways that they can do that. They don't really want to. They just do their same boring, tripod old crap using the same twenty. Fact people, of the fact matter so.
1: is, if 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 what you're if if what you're presenting is compelling, it really doesn't matter how long it is. The the reason people look, do I want Raw to be three hours? Do I want no? Of course not. But if Raw was on fire, and if Raw was comparable to NXT in terms of excitement levels and and good clean stories that make sense and 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 great work not, you know I wouldn't be complaining that I'd sit down and watch it for 3 hours
0: it was almost like in uh, there was a year in you know maybe 2 years ago where we watched raw and never complained that it was 3 hours cuz it was awesome and it's like it 2013 we spent the entire year talking about how great raw was almost the entire year
1: and it's like, you know, that's part of it, too. I mean, it, you know, ideally, no, it should not be three. It's Realistically, it's like three and a half hours. It's like three. Sometimes they go to about.
0: Because we have an overrun. Because we have three hours a Yeah, yeah right.
1: it's it's, um you know, and when they were doing the pre-show, they were asking people to watch four hours of, of wrestling every Monday night, which is ridiculous. But I mean, a lot of it is just the three hours drag so much because it's fucking terrible. I mean, you know, there's just. there's some raws where there's maybe one or two segments that are decent and the rest of it is just pure shit. So I don't want guys to get called up. I know that WWE main roster wrestling is not being presented for me and it's never going to be. And you know, they're telling me that NXT is for me. Why would I yeah. want these guys to get called? I want them to. When when guys get signed, I want them to go to NXT. I'm glad that they go to NXT. Yeah,
0: we just mentioned here Samoa Joe. We're, we're talking about him going. Yeah, like, did you notice We that? never once said exactly. him in WWE. We said, if he goes into that locker room in NXT, he's going to be great. We never once said anything about him going to WWE. Right. Whatsoever. We're sitting
1: there drooling over.
0: Or WWE proper, I should say. But, yeah, you know, obviously, same thing. But yeah. We're
1: drooling over. You never
0: said WWE locker room. You never said, oh, him and Tyson Kidd and him and Cesaro. You never. Uh, right. We,
1: we, we're drooling over a potential Kevin Owens match. We weren't like, I can't wait to see Samoa Joe mix it up with Bray Wyatt. I mean, or Dana
0: Bryant. Like we even not even said yeah, that. I mean, no. think about that. Think about if I told you, <laughs> I said Joe in two thousand six. I said Joe Dana Bryan is one of the top stars in WWE, and Samoa Joe is a free agent, and they might sign him. And you would say, ah, I don't want to see that match. Yeah, could you imagine? But I, I <laughs> like, you know,
1: honestly, have I, you
0: institutionalized. I, you, I'd,
1: I'd rather see him in NXT. I, yeah,
0: I'd, I'd, that's I'd, that's pretty telling. I, you know, it's. Or in 2008, I said Cesaro's on, you know, Cesaro's, you know, on, on the main roster WWE and Samojo's a free agent. You want to see them against each other? Eh, not really.
1: You know, it comes to fast Fastlane and the main roster, as you can tell in my voice. And
0: that's so it, by the way. That's Fastlane. That's our Fastlane preview. I just, so. I,
1: it's hard to get excited about anything they're doing. And it's like you hope the shows are good because you know, because you, you have to watch them. We can't, <laughs> we can't come on here and do a podcast and blow off the shows. We have to watch the shows. I'm writing the review for for, you know, Fighting Spirit magazine. So next month you can read my I'm sure what will be a fantastic uh, Fastlane review by Joel. If that show is bad, that might be people's motivations to finally order Fighting Spirit magazine.
0: So <laughs> You're going to go. I Brian. Me. Brian allowed you to, to to spread your wings and just be a. Yeah, well, he's a hole or no. He's
1: been telling me that from the beginning, but I've been afraid to let loose. I let loose on the Royal Rumble review. So, and, and he didn't say anything.
0: Oh, so, I didn't know that was you. Okay. That was you.
1: I did the rumble review. Yeah. Okay. So, um, if, if fast lane is horrible, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna fucking bury it. Yeah, you know, in, in, JoLanza style again. So, you know, get, get, get on your phone, download your fighting spirit magazine app. I think last week's was free. If I'm not mistaken, might've been the week before. Oh, uh, you get a free issue.
0: You get a free yeah. issue no matter, no matter what. If it's your you first time subscribing, issue. you get you can pick any issue that you want for free. It can be the most current one, or if you want to read the one from three months ago or whatever, that's fine too. Yeah, you get one free when you download it. So yeah,
1: so no brainer. I think last week was Bix's Eddie Gilbert story, and, which is great. Uh, and I, actually, the Royal Rumble might not be might not have been in last week's. So it might It
0: be. was the prior month, I think.
1: Prior week? No, that. The prior, the being, that that's what
0: um i can't I, i've read it i read it i just didn't know it was you <laughs>
1: I, I can't remember
0: all right well you're not a man of many bylines on. no Netflix. no
1: so uh so yeah well anyway so yeah What like, like i'm saying is you gotta watch these shows because if you're gonna cover wrestling you can't blow off wwe papers you can't this isn't like not for, they're free yeah, yeah, this not is, when they're well, it, yeah this isn't tna anniversary which you can blow off right now i mean because you know because it's 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 because nobody cares. I mean, no one listening to this cares that we don't review TNA Slammiversary. You know what I mean? You, 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 if, if, if you're going to have a wrestling podcast, if you're going to write about wrestling, you gotta, you, you got to watch these WWE papers. You just do it. They're the biggest company in the world. You can't ignore them. So, of course, I'm going, you know, you hope it's good. But I don't expect it to be good. But I hope it's good. And if it's good, I'll sing its fucking praises next week. You know, but I don't know. It's hard to be excited, though, going into these shows anymore. It really just sucked the energy out of you. This company just has a way of doing that. And if we didn't have this website, I, there's no way I'd be watching this pay-per-view this oh, Sunday. God. <laughs> there's no chance I'd be watching this pay-per-view this Sunday if we didn't have this website. There's not a chance in hell. Or if we weren't doing this podcast or anything, I, I wouldn't be watching this shit. Not a chance.
0: All right. So let's talk about stuff we did watch and will be watching. So we have uh, the New Japan Uh, The new beginning in Sendai that was um, last Saturday. Uh, It was February 14th. Uh, Brian Rose did a review, voiceofwrestling.com. We have his review on there. We obviously both watch the show. Uh, It's slightly old news by now, but I think we can kind of break down the card here. I don't think we have to go to excruciating detail through every match, but uh, a little bit of thoughts on on each match and all that sort of stuff. Overall thoughts, Sendai, what did you think about the show? I liked the show. It ended up being better than Osaka. Uh, I told you, remember? You did, but, but. But I mean, I didn't. I I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the best match was not. They made massive changes
1: so. to their card. They, you know, <laughs> I so. know, I know. But, uh, but I had to
0: say I told you so. But
1: you hey, th- listen, full credit. You did say that. And uh, I, it did I end knew. Up,
0: the you, best match. <laughs> One of the best matches of you the had year. had inside
1: information. Now, right. I tell you, we're going to sound like curmudgeons again, though, because I think we're the only two people yeah, we on are, the planet who.
0: We're kind not, of in the minority Who here. do
1: not think that was a match at ear caliber match. And of course, we're talking about Ishii Hanma. Look, I thought it was a
0: great match. It's us and, like, Dylan Waco, which is the oddest thing ever. Like, Dylan agreed with me and you, and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: I mean, I thought it was a great match. I can't be good. I, I I thought it was a great match. I gave it four and a quarter.
0: It um, was Yeah, it was fantastic. It might, be the, but... it
1: might end up being the best match, in, you know, in February, but I don't see it anywhere near the level of the two Wrestle Kingdom main events, and I, oh God, I'm no. pretty sure you agree.
0: I'm right with you there, too. And I think one of the big reasons, and I think you mentioned it in discussions about it, is, yeah, it was really good, but for people that have watched Ishii through you know the past few years or whatever and and, and watched Hanma or whatever, it was about what I thought those two could do, and I thought it was really good. I, I really, really enjoyed it, and I sound like I'm discrediting it, but I'm not, but it never got to that next level for me, I don't think, and it might just be because I'm sort of used to what an Ishii match looks like and I'm used to what a Hanma match looks like or whatever, but there just, I don't know what, there wasn't a ton there that just immediately just made me go nuts about it. I, I just, I don't know what it was exactly. I don't know why I, I didn't think it was that next level and I thought I thought the end was kind of weird and it, it kind of went on too long I thought but I don't know I just I didn't get it when it was done and and full disclosure I mean I get spoiled on all these shows I mean I doing the review I I know the finish for every single match before I watch them there's no way I can do it if I want to get the review up you know early in the morning and I want to get it up quick so I have to know it's spoiled or whatever so going in I knew the praise I knew people loved it and when it was over I was like okay I mean yeah really really enjoyed it but I'm not calling it my match I mean it, it, it's it's not going to be in my top five, maybe not even my top ten of the match of the year. Oh, it
1: won't be in my top ten. I mean, yeah. um, this has been such a strong year that it's barely in my top ten right now, and it's February 19th. Um, yeah, I mean, we definitely – this is a very curmudgeon-y uh, podcast, but we tend to do that sometimes. But, I mean, yeah, I think you nailed it on the head. I felt like it was too long, too. And I feel – I just – look, I felt like I've seen that match before. You know, what was uh, there was nothing about that match that was any better than the Ishii Hanma matches that I've seen or a million other Ishii matches. I've right. Seen. And it
0: might be standards. It might be. And that's why I said it's it. In. Now, look, it could and we're, be, not, and we're not saying was, us watching. I mean, we watch everything. We watch every Ishii match that he's had over the past, you know, two, two and a half years, three years, at least for me. I don't, I, I don't know about you. For you. Yeah. So there's standards with me when I see an Ishii and when I see a Hanma or whatever. And yeah, very good. But I don't know if it was dramatically different than most Ishii matches I see in and unless I'm. You know ready to give every single one of those I see, you know, the, the best rating possible. I couldn't do that for this one, I just couldn't. Yeah,
1: great match. I don't see it, I see it a, a notch below match of the year level, especially for what's shaping up to be an insane year when it comes to uh match of the year quality matches. I have it firmly behind the two Wrestle Kingdom matches, I have it firmly behind Joe Dorian Go Ozaki, I've got it firmly behind um. Oh, uh, there was something else. can't remember.
0: Have you have you watched the DDT sh- uh, the DDT show yet? I have not. Oh, go check that out. So, some uh, two really really good matches in there. I think there's one that you will think is even a better match well, in February. Well, yeah, probably, you know, Bushi
1: and uh and Hiroshima. So, uh, Yeah, great. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, so, you know, I'm probably going to watch that show tonight. I haven't had time to get to it, but I mean, there's several matches that I have it. I mean, um, you know, and there's a lot Look, I I don't think it was better than Brock Cena and Rollins.
0: Agreed. Um, and that's why, that's why, yeah, when, when Dylan said, here are my top three, and I was like, oh, those are my top three, like,
1: yeah, and I mean, so, lucky or
0: no, I mean, I, I had, uh, he didn't have uh, uh, Tanashi Okada in there, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's clearly out of my top five, I think, at this point, and yeah, I mean, that's, I, again, we sound like we're, we're hating on it, I mean, we're saying, I'm saying it might still be in my top 10 right now, but by the end of the year, I mean, God, this is February, that thing is, it's on the chopping block, I mean, I'm not, it, I'm it's not, waiting not, for stuff I'm, to beat it out. I'm I mean, not sure
1: I like the Barrett and Ball or Neville.
0: It's close. Yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah, I'd uh, I'd almost have to rewatch those. But yeah, I don't think so. And yeah, and I'm full disclosure. I mean, to be honest, and I was telling people as I was sort of disagreeing with with, with you know because Dave Meltzer gave it five, Brian Rose in our review gave it five, and I'm disagreeing with those guys because I'm saying I don't. Hey, if you think that was more power to you, I'm not about to tell you to apologize for what you rate something. I mean, that's not what we well, do let here. Me, but let me
1: tell you, I can see why people thought it was five. Sure. I've I, I look, there have been situations like like I, I'll give you a great one. The the Tanahashi Shibata rematch from last year, when Meltzer gave that five, I thought he was nuts. I didn't. I couldn't even see an argument that that was a perfect wrestling match. I could see the argument for this one. I, I don't think you're crazy if you think this match was a five star match. You know. So yeah, I I agree with you. Let me make that clear. I'm not. You know. I I'm not bashing you if you think it was five. Um. And clearly we're in the minority. Yeah. Which I'm fine. Yeah, okay. Which is weird.
0: I, I've never thought of the day would come where we're the curmudgeons about Ishii and, and Hanma, but that, that's fine.
1: Yeah, what are you going to do? Let's run down the park. Let's let have quick thoughts about it. each match. Quick thoughts.
0: Yeah, let's do that. Alright, well we started with the opener that I, I, I think we'll have very quick thoughts about. Uh, Yohei Komatsu, Kojima against Nakanishi and Captain New Japan.
1: Worst match in the show.
0: Yeah, what happened here?
1: I don't know. It's just There was just nothing. Kojima's so good.
0: Komatsu's good. The cap is okay sometimes. Nakanishi's, eh. I don't know. So just
1: It just was. Look, I, it wasn't terrible, but it was the worst match on the show.
0: I was about halfway through of the match and I said, ah, can I skip this? How long is this thing going to go? And then I found out it only went, you know, another two minutes. So I was like, oh, OK, I can live through it. But yeah, it was it was it was bordering on skip. It, territory it was it, it, it was a match. Yeah, that's a perfect way to describe it. Uh, we had Red Dragon Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly versus Tiger Mask and Jay White.
1: Uh, Yeah, I like this. I, you know, I, this, you know, it wasn't didn't blow my mind or anything, but this was the first match in a run of matches on this show where everything was like, wow, that was pretty damn solid. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, so it was, look, Red Dragon has a tons of these matches on New Japan shows against these teams that you know, they're going to beat. It's usually one veteran with a young lion. In this case, it was Jay White. And I yeah. thought Jay White. looked.
0: Jay great. White is great. He, he is. He looked very, great. very good. He looked
1: great in this match. This was his best match uh, by
0: far to date. Uh, got confident. He, he's he's almost like he, <laughs> he's almost better than Chase Owens is. You know, you know we talked about the Chase Owens where he had to get through that sort of weird stage or whatever. Jay White, man. I mean, he he's even that first match he got against O'Reilly or whatever. He's always seemed like he just knew what he was doing, which is is weird, given that nobody freaking knew about the guy. You know what I mean? Like you would think was, this well, stage I'm, I'm would just make his why. eyes.
1: I'm going to tell you why. The problem is, the New Zealand wrestling scene is severely undercovered. Who, okay. Who covers New Zealand wrestling? No, I yeah, nobody. I mean, no one knows what's going on. I don't even now. know
0: what fucking category to put it in <laughs> in the Observer Hall of Fame. So. I mean,
1: honestly, I know nothing about.
0: I I, don't I couldn't know. tell you the first thing. They know. could they could be in front of thirty thousand people and I wouldn't know. Yeah. I
1: don't know how long this guy's been wrestling. I don't know who he's been in the ring with. No one knows a thing about him. We, you know, it's, it's, we don't know his experience level. You almost get the sense, now look, I'm not telling you the guy's Kenta Kobashi. I'm not telling you the guy is, a, you know, look, he, he's got some, you can tell that there's a little bit of green in this kid. With that said, I also get the feel when I'm watching Jay White that he's holding back, that he's working that young lion style because he's a young lion, and that there's, something beneath the surface with this guy, he could be doing more than he's doing. I definitely get that sense when I'm watching him. And this was his best. He was tremendous here. He shows great fire. And, um, you know, I I think the future is bright with this guy. They really, um, they they found themselves a keeper, I think.
0: I agree. Um, Moving on here, we have Masquerada, Dorada, Alex Shelley, and Kushida versus the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega.
1: This was great.
0: This was really, really good. I, this was this the was one match. of the moments where I was like, "This is what Kenny Omega can do when he's not being a goofy weirdo." So, Taguchi. We, we can now firmly blame Taguchi for all of it. But
1: this was this was like you said, you know, this was just Kenny Omega in a wrestling match. No yep. bullshit, no nonsense. This a no miscat- no anal raping, no anal raping. No, yeah, there was yeah, no. S- and the
0: nurse just looked at me like I was an idiot. No, that that's what happened.
1: No, so. no sodomy. <laughs> there was no there was no sodomy in this match. Um, there was a lot of cool stuff here. Um, Mascara Dorada looked great. Um, I thought this was a four star match. I thought this was the second best match on the show. I don't even think it was all that much. I don't think it was that far behind Ishii and Hanma. I know it sounds like I'm nuts, but.
0: Oh, you're a little nuts on that. I, but, but that I agree. Far, I, I enjoyed look, it. I don't
1: think it was as good, but I don't think it was that far behind. Um, you know, as far as. Look, there are different kinds of matches. One was, you know, an all out spot fest. And the other was, you know, whatever it is Ishi does. You know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to compare. But overall, look at it this way, Rich. And look, you could disagree if you want. But at the end of the day, when I look at those two matches and I think to myself, which one did I enjoy more? I'm not so sure I enjoyed Ishii Hanma a whole yes. ton of more than I did that. Match. And that's what it's all about. And is yeah, that yeah, what I mean, it's that's, all that's,
0: about? Exactly, so, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I agree. I really, really love this. And this was uh, one of those aha moments I was like, oh, okay, good. Like Kenny Omega and we talked about it in the previews for the show. It was a big moment to say, okay, we, we have Omega against somebody else. Let's see if he's, you know, just a completely shell of his former self or if he can put it together. And, you know, shame on us for doubting him because he's still pretty damn good when he needs to be and when we watch He to. doesn't have so, me back
1: yet because I need to see sing I need to see singles matches with
0: I agree. But man. I'm 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 more confident than I was. I mean if you listen to us last week. <laughs> it was pretty bad i, I i'm i'm getting there I'm, I'm certainly more confident about him now than i was you know last week when when we just buried the guy for <laughs> you know no end uh we had nwa junior heavyweight championship jushin liger the champion versus chase owens and, and liger comes out of victorious again
1: yeah the booking here was going to be interesting because if they put the titles back on the nwa guys that would pretty much tell the tale of the um shaky relationship between the two uh, promotions. But, you know, obviously the New Japan side prevailed in both matches. So it looks like things will be uh, moving forward, at least, you know, tentatively for now. And I'll tell yeah. you what, I'll tell you what, we can lump both of these matches together. They were back to back, correct? Yep,
0: yeah, they were back to back.
1: The NWA side worked their fucking asses off in both of these matches. Owens, Conway and Tharp. All three of them worked their asses off. They worked like guys who were.
0: Tharp was an overdrive. Tharp was he, was. I'm telling at, you. That, at a different level today. And 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 on this show. Yeah,
1: they worked uh, at a level. Of, they, it, what they were saying with their work on this show was, we we are three people who are afraid we're not going to be booked anymore, so we need to make a statement here and get booked. And look, I enjoyed the Owens Lager match. Um, you know, I, I've enjoyed Owens' last few appearances now, but let me tell you something. That Tenzan Conway match.
0: I love this. I fucking love this. I <laughs> haven't heard. I great. haven't
1: heard your opinion of it yet. But to me, it was the surprise of the night, and to me, it was the third best match on the show.
0: It was that. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Absolutely. I I, I thought, and I I went in, and you know, I read Brian's review in a little bit, and like I said, I get spoiled, so I kind of watched this and I went, eh, you know, it, it sounded like it was okay, but but let me check it out. And then when it was over, I mean, he gave it, you know, three and three quarters or whatever, and and. At first, I kind of just thought he was, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, I didn't really read the the, the play-by-play all that intently or whatever. And then I watched it, and I was halfway through that match, and I was on the edge of my seat, and I'm looking at this, and and I knew the finish, and I knew what was going to happen, and it didn't matter because I was just like, it was one of those things. And we, we mentioned this with Tenzan. You know, every G1 we mentioned you know, or the ones that, you know, he can actually go through. You know, the whole way is that when Tenzan wants to, you know, he's he's due for, you know, three or four decent matches a year. And this one, he was fucking awesome here. And Conway, I thought was another level too. I thought this was really, really good. Yeah. I'm right with you. This was top three match of the night for me. I, I would, I wouldn't put it I mean, again. Like you were nuts to the previous one. I wouldn't put this one that far behind. Ishii Hanma. I really, really wouldn't. I really love this match.
1: I, yeah, I can't kill you for that. So you like this one better than the six man, which is reasonable. And um, I, I really, really loved this match because two things. Number one, Give Rob Conway a ton of credit. This was his
0: best. He stepped up big here.
1: This was his best match in New Japan by far. Not even close. I mean, he gives you the same two-star match every time. This was nearly a four-star match. I think I had this at three and three-quarter. I could have easily went four on this match. And he busted his ass. And remember, exactly 30 days removed from having his appendix taken out of his body. <laughs> right. <Okay? laughs> exactly 30 days from uh, very invasive surgery where they removed an organ
0: from his body. Yeah, I thought he was going to look a little, like, soft and, you know, like, he didn't work out. No, he looked fucking perfect. Or
1: maybe be tentative, you know. It's, it's No, didn't care. <laughs> he, he worked a hell of a match, okay, and he worked his ass Maybe off. it was
0: weighing <laughs> him down. Maybe that stupid appendix is weighing him down because he's.
1: I mean, this was OVW, Rob Conway. Yeah, you know, this the, 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 I, man, if he worked like this every time, he, you know, people would be clamoring. And there was an
0: odd speed to it too, a speed that you yes. wouldn't assume you would get in a Tenzan Conway match. And that's why I was just like, who the, Who am I watching here? Like, what is going on here? Because like they were kicking out and there was fire and there was, you know, you know, a Tenzan does Conway's move to him. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. And, and Tenzan's yelling and screaming. And I was like, so, man, good. this when, is
1: like when Tenzan gave Conway the ego trip. I popped off my couch.
0: Oh, yeah, that because was that, me, too. That, that's point. number. I was Lanza standing at that point. Yeah, so. because
1: that's point. point. Point number two I want to make. Tenzan, give him credit because – he connected with the crowd in this match in such a way that it took a match up to another level. If you watch this, this, this is one of those matches where if you maybe watch it with the sound down, it might lose a little bit. But Tenzan, the old pro, and these old pros can do this sometimes, he really, he, he created in a, in a match that nobody cared about before the match. Not a single person in Sendai gave a single shit about this NWA title match. Nobody watching the eye paper, or the, uh, the, the uh, paper, whatever you want to call it the stream, gave a shit about this match. By the end of that match, if you weren't rooting hard for Tenzan to win that match, you don't have a heart. I don't You're know was. He, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he 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 won you over. As if you were you were pulling for this guy by the end of the match because he's his old grimy pro. He found a way. He found a way to tell a great story within that match, and he won the Sendai crowd over. He won me over. He won everybody on Twitter over who were watching. Everyone on Twitter was pulling for him by the end. Of that. It, what a great performance by Tenzon, connecting with. The crowd, and that's yep. something that sometimes you know, these ve- you he just did a great job. I i could not believe how good this match the
0: hard way made Bruce Tharp bleed as well. <laughs> I think, I don't yeah, think, yeah, oh my headbutts are so good. He just grabs them, was like, Fuck you, I'm just gonna headbutt the shit out of you, you annoying prick. Tharp, like, interfe- so good. <laughs> Tharp
1: interference was at the perfect time, and then the headbutts gave it that added edge. The um,
0: oh, you know, I'm watching, I'm watching a gif of it. You know, why I- he. Wait, because he was still wearing the damn sunglasses when he uh, when Tenzon's headbutting him. Yeah, so that caught him up. Because if you saw the cut, was right above his nose. I'm seeing it right now. I can see what happened. Yeah, because he's headbutting him into the glasses, which are cutting into his face. Okay, sweet. The
1: Timing on the near falls was perfect. Uh, he had him in the uh, the anaconda v- uh, vice at one point, and I thought that was the finish. Then he did the eagle trip. Then Conway gave Tenzon the eagle trip, and I thought the match was over at that point. These guys just—it was all the stars were. I don't think they could have a better match against each other than they did.
0: That. No, no, this was this was the piece. The stars guys,
1: were but. aligned, and it was. And listen, if you're somebody who skipped it, if you're somebody who hasn't watched the show yet, do not skip it. I'm telling you, we're not overdoing it here. This was a great match. These guys had a great match. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked how great this match was. I—I I, I, this was the last, the last thing I was expecting. Was to be this excited about that match? L- listen to my tone now compared to when I was talking about Daniel Bryan. And <laughs> I, I,
0: again, in two thousand six, I'm telling you, Tenzon and Rob Conway has you excited, but the potential for a Samoa Joe Daniel Bryan match has you has you meh. It's a
1: fucking wacky world, Rich.
0: <laughs> what a bizarre world, goddammit. damn it! Uh, Kodobushi Tatsuya Naito versus Sakuraba and Toro Yano.
1: Again, this was this 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 this, this run of matches on this show. Everything was solid. I didn't have a complaint yeah. about any of these matches. Man. I like the
0: Abushi, the Ibushi Sakuraba exchange at the beginning. It was interesting. It was Abushi who would think would start doing his flips or whatever. Said no, 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 fuck it. I'm gonna spar with you. Let's see. I'm gonna spar with this MMA fighter. See how it works. And and it, it went okay for a little bit. This, and then you know, this was so, it didn't go very this was well anymore. So much fun. Yano worked <laughs> hard. Um, you know, I, this is the best Yano's had in 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 months. I mean, this was this was classic. He still kind of moves around like a sack of potatoes, uh, but. It was a good sack of potatoes. I, it was better I, than you, the usual.
1: I feel like everybody on this show, you know, really had the working the old working shoes were on uh, for this Sendai show because I, I really enjoyed this match too.
0: I like I like Abushi and Naito as a team too. It's a fun little team. If they if there's ever if there's a, a down period for any of those two, I would like these guys to get a prolonged you know maybe a tag run or something like that. I really think there's some. It looks like there. that's like what they're doing. So yeah, you know. I like them. I, it's, it's it's a good it's a good mix, and this is something that both those guys will benefit from that. And then if and when you know when they break off. Um, will be pretty good. If it's WWE, they'll have a match against each other because they, you know, <laughs> they've, they've decided they don't like each other anymore. So no, but you know, obviously that won't happen here. But even having them, I mean, the, we look at the Goto Shibata. Sometimes they get matched up and stuff, and we'll talk about something in a little bit where they might get matched up. That's fun, and and it's going to lead to good matches when when you know they face each other or, or whoever they're against. I like that team. I want it to keep going. So it has a cool name too, isn't it? Golden Stardust. Yeah,
1: Golden Stardust. We talked about yeah. that, yeah,
0: right. yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah. With the with the with the, with the, with the Star in the middle, yeah, where it it's, sounds
1: like they're ripping off gold dust and start golden start, but it, yeah, golden star.
0: it's golden and then a star and then start. Yeah, so.
1: Golden start, yeah. All
0: right, you had Okada and Yoshihashi versus Bad Luck Folly and Yujiro Takahashi,
1: yeah, and and then and then we have this match. Um, it, <laughs> you know what, though, it wasn't terrible, it, you know, it was okay, it was, it was and it was, uh, you know, I, I don't really have a ton to add about it. Well,
0: well three out of the four guys fucking suck so.
1: It's, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't want to repeat the same points I did about new beginning, um but you know, with, uh, from Osaka, when it comes to folly, I'm glad they're doing Okada folly at new Japan cup. I figured that they would, hopefully Okada could just, <laughs> win that match i mean i uh, I, don't, I don't think he's going to but hopefully he's and, not going to and moves on but
0: yeah he's gonna lose it's, and face of an at invasion attack you know that yeah thing, right? I, I know okay all right just making sure you know i know <laughs> i know you're I, I hey keep the hope alive but i mean you know but yeah all right there's that one. All right, so right, let's move on because that all depressed us. That that was a WWE Fastlane. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I don't. I, so let's let's move on. I really don't
1: want to break that match down. To be honest.
0: No, no. Let's let's go to happy times again. Um. All right. We have uh, Tanahashi and Shibata and Goto versus Anderson, Gallows, and Tomatonga. This was pretty damn good. I really enjoyed this match. It wasn't. Uh. I wouldn't say four stars. I don't think it was really good, but I thought in the end it was it was a lot of fun. I thought Shibata looked in particular really good here. And and again, Tomatonga, you fresh off. You, you know, big time in him. He, he had good performance here yet again.
1: Are you coming around a little on the Tom Tom? I'm a little. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm, I'm getting there. I
1: works. His ass he's had
0: really good. Por- I mean, the the last two I've really kind of focused and they've been good performances. So he,
1: he worked his ass off on both of these shows.
0: Yeah, and I think I think there's a reason why I'm noticing him a lot more. I think he was really, really good on these two shows better than I think he's been more times than not, yeah, you know, in New Japan. So I,
1: I, I think that he might be a guy who senses that he doesn't get a ton of opportunities. So when he does get the opportunities, he's got to go out there and really, really, really work hard. And 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 he has done that. And, um, yeah, this was, this was a good six-man. I thought, you know, if there's one very fair criticism of Hiroshi Tanahashi that the most ardent Hiroshi Tanahashi fan couldn't possibly argue against is that he does not work hard in tag team situations. He takes it all. He takes the night off when he's in tag team situations. Yeah. He takes entire tours off when he's in those tag matches. If you watch the house shows, but I thought he worked harder than usual here. As like I said, I thought everybody on this show really worked hard. After that opener, which was just a match, and it so so mad, it, nothing else was bad on this show, and everyone seemed to be really working hard.
0: Yeah, and, I agree. Um, it, it was a shockingly, it was a very very good show when yeah. it didn't. It didn't look like it was going to be, and it had no reason to be, and it ended up being really good. Yeah.
1: The fact that, you know, the fact that Tenzon and Conway delivered and delivered big really propped up the show because that really could have been a dead point. You know, you could add the two NWA matches and then your Foley tag. You know what I mean? That part of the show looked real bad coming in. But because some of those matches over delivered, what we ended up with here was a pretty damn solid show.
0: All right. So then we moved out. Well, obviously, we we mentioned the Ishi Hanma um match. I think we described that one. Yeah, pretty, yeah. I don't think we have to go into any more detail about that. And then we'll move to the main event, uh, a match that I think I liked better than you um, for the Intercontinental title. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, the champion, defending it against Yuji Nagata. Uh, obviously Nakamura won this, and there wasn't a ton of back and forth. What, what were your thoughts on this match before I give mine?
1: I didn't think it was a very good match, but I thought it was interesting the way it played out. I mm-hmm. thought I thought the pre-match video with Nagata's family was better than the match. I
0: Agreed. Well, that was a pretty guy. That was an awesome video.
1: That was so good. Oh man. And simple. So simple. I don't even need to
0: hear what they're saying. Yeah, I have I, no idea what he's saying, and I don't. I mean, I, I get no the clue. point. I know. And, I,
1: and you, and, and no clue what they're saying, and you know exactly the point they were getting across. Here's this old dude. He's got a family. He's been to the top. He
0: babe, babe of a wife, man. He's he. When you tweeted at me and you said, "Has Rich seen this video?" Oh, I've seen pictures. That that's that is my babe right you're there. You're really that's,
1: over. You're really overselling this wife. Jeez.
0: Oh, that's that's my wheelhouse. She's like a though. soccer
1: mom. Look, pretty woman.
0: Oh, oh, OK. She's not a pretty woman. <laughs>
1: no, but She well, looks that's... like a soccer mom. So you are a weird. You're a weird guy. I got to tell you,
0: <laughs> you are calling me. weird. I, I have you this... of all people are calling me weird. Listen, think about that. I'm Joe. a red
1: blooded American male. OK, I like, you know, I, I like a nice, hot 22 year old girl. You know, you, you, you're a weird you're into these. Soccer moms. <laughs> you're into Asian soccer moms, Rich. You're a weird hey. guy. You are. You, you've got some eclectic taste. Everyone thinks I'm, <laughs> everyone thinks I'm the deviant. OK, just because.
0: But you like a, a classic all-American girl. I do. You know? I listen with a, a psychology degree. And, you know, I like just...
1: a classic all-American girl with a slight. Tinge a little bit of a slutty side. I like it. I like a little bit of a, I'll say it. I'll admit it. I like a little bit of a slut in them. You know what I mean? You guys, you know, you, you, you Asian soccer moms. I mean, geez, everyone thinks because you're sitting, you know, you're all on your high horse with your nurse in your long-term relationship, your little committed relationship, and I'm this wild man talking about going on Tinder and 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 this 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 creepy. You know, dude, pushing forty, who's hitting on college girls. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes succeeding, sometimes failing miserably. But nothing, nothing affects my confidence. Yeah, and I, and I have these, these these crazy stories, and everyone thinks I'm the sexual deviant. But in reality, I think you're the deviant. Okay, I think you're lucky that this nurse. It, 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 it Swan <laughs> is this charity case, and 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 and, and is
0: willing. <laughs> she does. She really does. is
1: willing to have you, so you can have this normal relationship. Because let me tell you something: if the tables were turned, Rich Craig, okay, you'd be uh, you'd be prowling Tinder on Valentine's Day the way I was, or you know, as I call it, hunting season. Okay, Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day is the is hunting season for the single male, <laughs> because that's when the the single women. I uh, hate the fact that they're single and they get desperate. So that's hunting season. Thanksgiving to val- Valentine's day is like the final day of hunting season. You know, like the final day of hunting season, all these hunters go out. Like, oh, I got to go hunting. Today's the final day of deer season or whatever to get. Yeah. Valentine's day is the final day of hunting season for the single one. Let me tell you something. My Tinder was blowing up on Valentine. We were t- we were texting back and forth. Via- yeah, right, right. Okay. My Tinder blew up like never before on Valentine's Day. They're so thirsty on Valentine's Day, Rich. The women are thirsty <laughs> on Valentine's Day.
0: The men are equally as well. I and mean, the- they're-
1: listen, and I'm a man who will take full advantage. Okay. Yeah. So I'm the one who always sounds like a creep on this podcast. But hey, look, I'm a single guy. I can do whatever the hell I want. Okay. Right. So here's the thing, though. It wasn't too- you know, I I listen. I'm Mister Commitment, Rich. Okay, I've been intuitive. I, 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 I've been in very long-term, uh, yeah,
0: quadruple the length I have committed so, yeah.
1: relationships. Okay, but and I, and I'm faithful. Okay, and I'm a faithful man when I'm in those committed relationships. But I happen to be free now, and the fact that I'm able to stay faithful in those long committed relationships makes me. Yeah, you know, listen, I, I, I gotta live it up while I can because you never know what's around the corner. I might meet the next uh Mrs. Joe Lanza around the corner today, and then you know, my wild days are gone. So I gotta live it up when I can. But you don't see me out there chasing Asian MILFs. I mean that's just weird. <laughs> that's fucking weird, Rich. I don't know if I'm
0: actively chasing them, no, but you, you know my
1: point is you would be.
0: If you oh yeah, oh yeah. If you
1: yeah. were loose and on the prowl, Okay, if the, nurse, oh, God, yeah. if the nurse finally got wise and kicked you out of that apartment, okay, and you were and, and you were back living in Downers Grove, Illinois, okay, that's true. Uh, home of
0: the Macho Man Randy Savage, yeah, Yeah, you know, living in, you, know, you know,
1: back in your old uh you, back in your old bedroom at home with the Chicago White Sox pennants on the walls, okay.
0: Uh, How do you know about that? Listen, you just assume, yeah, and 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 uh, and and because it's true. My entire room was filled with White Sox pennants and
1: yeah, <laughs> you probably
0: framed framed front uh framed when they won the World Series. I framed all the newspapers. You know, the headlines. The, yeah, stuff. you'd
1: be you'd be out there. you'd be on Match.com looking for Asian milfs, as people may find out if they listen to this entire podcast. Let the feed <laughs> run. But hint, hint. But hint, but hint. I mean,
0: yeah. But Easter, Easter is coming soon. Uh, Easter, it, it, we are in Easter season. So I'm tired.
1: Listen, I'm tired of, of being labeled as. I think I think you're the sexual deviant. Okay. Okay. I'm chasing the kind of girls that all of our listeners chase. Okay, they our listeners aren't out there chasing Asian milfs, okay? They're chasing 23-year-olds in yoga pants, rich.
0: What if you what if Eugene Nagata is listening?
1: Okay. Hot 23-year-old college student.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sounds disgusting, but go Asian on. Asian
1: milf. What do you mean? How does that <laughs> <be disgusting? laughs> What is wrong with you?
0: <laughs> running around. They're so dumb. They're dumb. Running, they're running dumb. Running they're and, not I want an experience. I want a I want someone with a career and you know, I don't want, you know.
1: You want an Asian MILF with a career. You want an. Well, they had a career. You want an Asian soccer mom, who does accounting. Okay.
0: Ooh. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. I'm um, I'm hitting on 23 year old college students running around in yoga pants. Okay. Who's the sexual yeah. deviant here? It's not me, Rich. I'm. a kein <laughs> I've got regular thoughts. Okay. And you know, <laughs> and, I, and I did I did meet somebody on val- I listen. I was a good boy on Valentine's Day. I avoided my 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 Tinder. My Tinder blew up. Okay.
0: Well, you told me there was a story here.
1: Well, I met a girl on Valentine's Day,
0: but it wasn't. Was that the story? Well, no, because you said you went on a date with one of these well, ladies, right? I, well, A brief. Well, let's cut quote date. Right? It's a
1: br- well. Here's what happened. Okay.
0: All right. I I, I resisted. Sorry, Joe Gagney. We'll get back to it.
1: I resisted the temptation of Tinder on Valentine's Day. I said D- so. I, I I've been talking to this girl for a couple days prior. Okay, and we decided to meet up. On Valentine's now, not because it was Valentine's Day, just because you know what I mean. So uh, we we were meeting for the first time. We had talked on the phone several times. We had done the text message thing, all that nonsense. Okay, and uh, so we meet up, and I and I pull my car up next to her car. Okay, when I get out of the car, I give her a hug. I'm a romantic, Rich. So I had a I had some flowers because it was oh, Valentine's Day. Even though I'd never met this girl before, you're not going to meet a girl on Valentine's Day empty-handed. You can't.
0: No, then you're you're getting kicked to the curb you, immediately. You
1: listen, I'm I'm not an animal, Rich. You might think I'm an animal, but I'm not an animal. Okay. So look, were they. Expensive, no, I mean, they were. It was, they were, they were gas station, they, they were, were gas station flowers, they were gas station flowers. But that's fine, that's
0: fine, that's the thought. to just look,
1: I don't know this girl, you know what I mean? We've been All talking right. on the phone. It's yeah, she's
0: not worth, like, grocery store flowers yet. No, not I yet, mean.
1: not yet. I wasn't rummaging through the grocery store flowers on Valentine's Day with the rest of the deadbeat husbands and boyfriends who waited <laughs> too long to get something, okay? I wasn't there at Rich Crates rummaging through the leftovers at the grocery store, all right? So I went and got the gas station, a couple gas station roses, okay, a nice little clay. I got every one of every color they had, you know what I mean? Ooh, okay. Because the other right. thing is, you know the, the, the color of the rose, oh, i don't know any of that so i just i covered all bases and got all three colors <laughs>
0: purple white yeah red, i got everything
1: go. it was white pink and red because i oh well this is for friendship or it, i don't fucking know here you got one of each okay we'll stick them <laughs> in a vase and let's move it along
0: <laughs> let them die in a few days yeah, and we'll so call it a day i,
1: I even picked the thorns off of them ooh yeah i picked the I painstakingly picked the thorns off so anyway i pulled the par up <laughs> next to hers i get out uh, first of all, I size her up to make sure she looked like the pictures, okay? Because you know, and she looked, oh, yeah. she was honest. She looked exactly like the pictures. You know what I mean? And listen, Joel Anza is an honest man. I'll take a picture for you right that second if I'm talking to you. All right? So she knew what she was getting, and, and you know, obviously she had no problem. Yeah, you, know, you know. So she looked like the pictures. So that was good. I gave her a hug, and I gave her the flowers, and she nearly died of you know, uh, she was she was blown away by that gesture. She was not expecting these flowers, so I was really on a roll here, Rich, and I was plotting out the next couple of hours of my life at that point. If you're picking up what I'm laying down, okay? Mm. So then she opens up the back seat of her car. She opens up uh, on her. She had an SUV, so she opens up. Is a four-door SUV. She opens up the door Uh-oh. to the back seat of the car. Why don't you take a guess of what may have been in the back seat of that car?
0: Uh it's probably not a dog, it's probably a child, huh?
1: There was a toddler in the backseat.
0: Oh, uh, you gotta you gotta be upfront about that.
1: Who the hell I'm doesn't sorry. tell somebody they have a kid, first of all?
0: Uh, okay. I kinda was wondering if that was and what then, happened. Yeah, and, and that's you- and I'm not being mean, but like I, I there was a few times where I was talking to girls and, and it would come up very late in the conversation. And I was like, not to be rude, and this was when I was on match or whatever. I was like, not to be rude, you gotta guys, some guys are cool with it. Some and, and there are. I mean, I'm I'm glad there are guys out there that are cool with that. There's a lot that aren't though. You gotta be upfront about now, it.
1: Hold on a second. Whether I'm cool with it or not, you gotta tell me. Well,
0: that's and, what I mean. That, and, that's uh, what I'm saying. And, and, and that's why and, and, I told you, I, I flat out told these girls sometimes, and I was like, look, I, I get it. Like, you probably don't wanna do it because a lot of guys run away, but I was like, they're gonna find out at some point. You gotta be upfront about it because there are a lot of dudes who, who just will not. I mean, I am one of those guys. I don't want kids, you know, I don't want them. I don't want your kid. I don't want one of my kids. I don't want any kids. I hate kids. I don't like kids, so I'm not gonna do that. I would rather, you know, you gotta tell me. Rich. You, got, you have to tell me, man.
1: Rich, as we've discussed many times, when I'm a single man, I'm a certified manslut. But I'm very careful. I've been very careful not to have children of my own for a very specific reason. Right, right. I don't want kids. I definitely no. don't want someone. Else. I look.
0: And I'm glad there are people that want kids. Great, go ahead. And, I, and, it's not me. And,
1: <laughs> I, and I definitely don't want someone else's. I I will not date a woman who has children because I'm with no, you. I, I don't want someone else's kids, and I don't want to like. I don't think I'm mature enough to have my own children. I'm. I don't know what I would
0: do. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like holding kids. Like I'll have friends that have kids, and I don't even like. I'm just like, no, I don't want to touch that thing. Like, feel like I'm gonna break it and drop it, or like, no, I don't want to play. I don't want to touch that
1: thing either. I completely agree. I mean, I
0: never, I don't ever touch babies. I don't think I cannot remember the last time I've held a baby. I don't like nothing
1: to do with babies. Nothing to do with babies. Yeah, I don't want to look at your. I don't want to look at baby
0: pictures. Don't show me your baby. People show. We're not having a baby. We're talking about how we hate babies. So you're good. Yeah. People, people, the nurse was like, wait a minute, why are you guys talking about babies? No, we hate babies. That's <laughs> people show me
1: pictures. What is there anything worse than someone who shows you pictures of their baby and you're like, look, every baby looks the same to me. Yeah, they're
0: all ugly. I don't think <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs>
1: think any of them are cute.
0: I've never thought a baby looks cute. Either. They just—they just, there's, they there's just
1: like... all look like balls of fleshy mush. I don't want to look at your ball of fleshy mush, and then go through this process of telling you, "Oh yeah, your baby's so cute," because I don't mean it. So I don't even say that. When people show me pictures of their babies now, I just go, "Oh, all right." <laughs> yeah. All right. And
0: more power to you. I'm glad there are people out there that that I'm—I'm I'm glad, but it's not me.
1: Uh, so anyway,
0: kids aren't my thing. I'm dog. I got two dogs though. <laughs> I'm. Well, I'm not. I, people probably feel that way about my dogs, but that's fine.
1: Absolutely, and it's like. I know I'm not mature enough to have children of my own. I'm certainly not mature enough to be responsible for someone else's kids. So I'm just—I don't want to date anybody with kids. It's just not my thing. And, and you know, people might be groaning at their speakers right now, but at least I'm—you know—I you know—I you know, I, I admit it and I, I and I stay away from that. I'm, I don't even want to drag a woman into that. So anyway, she opens up the backseat. First of all, you got to tell somebody you have a kid if you're planning on meeting them, and you don't bring the kid. When you meet the
0: person, to the date, you yeah, don't bring that's...
1: the kid that you didn't tell the person about to the date. So, how do you think Joe Lanza handled that situation?
0: Uh oh, yeah. What did it? Uh, you have a kid, and then getting in the car and driving away.
1: I got in the car and I drove away. Which my brothers seem to think was a dick move.
0: But no, no, it was. It, she set that up, but and, and I will tell you something that happened to me. I went on a match date once, and, and and this is off to wild, wild proportions. I don't know what we're doing anymore, nurse. I apologize, but I knew it was gonna be
1: a podcast. she knew it was going
0: to be a three hour. She knew it was going to be a three hour podcast. We're not. We're going to wrap this up in a, in another half an hour or so. But uh, no, I went on a match date once, and there was a girl that that you know I had talked to her for for god weeks on end, and and I'd seen pictures and I'd seen that stuff, and we met up or whatever, and then I show up to the bar, and she's like a hundred pounds more than in all of her pictures. And I look at her and I go, like I'm like not to be rude, but you don't look anything like your pictures like at some point I was gonna meet you and find that out, right? Like you're starting it off with a massive lie in a relationship. Why would I ever continue this? Rich that's what I you're call. obviously hiding something yeah that, like, that,
1: that is what I call the abort mission okay when they don't, And that's what I did I was just like, look
0: just I'm not gonna be mean here, but you lied to me. you knew that at some <laughs> you knew you were hiding something there's no reason you only used old pictures or whatever I was like, sorry, but Bye.
1: (laughs) You don't look like your pictures. I'm out of here. See you later. Yeah, And, 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 and there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't think I was wrong for getting back right back into my car and driving away. I, because she was wrong for not telling me she had a kid and she was double wrong for bringing the kid. I mean, what are you thinking? You don't bring a kid that you didn't tell the person about on the date and break the news to them there. So, uh, yeah, that, that was that. Um, and I think she knew that she was wrong because she didn't, you know, she didn't try to text me or call me after that or complain about yeah. it. She didn't even tell me I was an asshole. You know what I mean? I was I was expecting her to, like, you know, text me a nice fuck off or something. But I still – look, I'm, I think she was wrong in this situation. So, you know, I, I think I handled it just fine. I, that's deceptive. To me, that's super deceptive, and it's fucking mm-hmm. bullshit. So that's how my Valentine's Day went. And then, uh, you know, I went home. And uh, and I just hung out. I was still a good
0: Watching boy. What zero one or whatever? I the did. You I, I that.
1: actually did. I it I was actually I went home and caught up on some Noah shows, if we're lumbering it down. <laughs> so I was a good boy and I did not take advantage of the uh, of all joking aside, I did not take advantage of any of the susceptible women on the Tinder who were, you know, and, and, and so there you go. So give Joel Ans a little credit, okay? Because definitely the mood I was in, I could have taken it out. On uh, the female half of the species, but I did not do that. You I did went, not. I went home and innocently watched some um, some Maybach Taniguchi action, which, <laughs> which if anything will take you out of the Valentine's Day mood, it'll be Maybach Taniguchi
0: <laughs> If you'll never love again, it's it's you'll, watching absolutely. watching him work. Yes. All right. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Eugene Nagata had a match. Yes. Yeah, so you the were match saying?
1: itself. Okay. The video was great <laughs> because it, you know he he's in the, he's he's wrestling his kid and it's just the cutest thing ever. His kid is adorable.
0: His kid. He's got a kind of a young kid for his age, doesn't
1: he? Uh, what is he like? 42 or something? 44. He's in his forties and his kid's about five. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's I, all right.
0: I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. Uh, very cute kid. Like you said, he looks like he looks like Nagata in a washing machine. He's like he, his face is identical. He looks like you. And sh- then he did the little yeah. Nagata pose too, and it was like the cutest goddamn thing oh, ever. Like, I, 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 could, I just I, I just melted. I,
1: I I I welled up. I really did. It was just the cutest thing. He looks
0: like. Which by the way, we just mentioned how much we hate kids, but like five year olds are cool. I just don't like babies.
1: Nah, babies are weird.
0: I completely five six. I'm cool now. Now I can like wrestle with you and play basketball or whatever. But yeah,
1: babies are like aliens. You know, it's just and I'm afraid I'm gonna hurt them. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I always do.
0: I don't want to touch your baby because I'm gonna drop it and then you're gonna have like brain. Like, I don't want to, like, kill your baby. And they
1: smell weird. I don't know. I'm just not into babies. So, um, so yeah, you you know, his kid. And then they show his family sitting in the crowd. And it's like, you know, you think. So then you're saying to yourself, all right, this is going to be a hard-fought match where he comes up a little bit short in the end. You know what I mean? With his family there. Not only that, he had the old guy crew in his corner.
0: He had, yep. he had Tenzan, Kojima. And he had Nogami, the announcer, wearing a shirt and crying and yes. then cheering for him. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. The announcer blatantly rooting for him. He had the old man crew in the corner. He had his family in the crowd. And then Nakamura basically squashes him. You're waiting for Nagata to make a comeback that never happens. And as a wrestling match, I don't think it was a good wrestling match. I don't even think it was a good match. I just think it was an average wrestling match. But I think they were telling a story there. Are they going to do like the one final run for the old champion deal with Nagata? Is this going to be it for him? Is 2015 going to be his, you know, his, uh, you know, his, his twilight run? I don't know. It certainly seems like they're going that way. If they're not, then this was a really weird structure for a match. If that's not the direction they're going. Uh, but with all of those factors combined, I, I have to think that's what they're doing, Right
0: yeah I actually I thought I actually enjoyed this match a little bit more than you and I didn't because I sort of read your tweets when you were talking about it we were kind of watching it you know, similar around the same time or whatever, or I was kind of going back and reading some tweets, and I was kind of interested in, in how you said the match was stark. I didn't quite get the same vibe as you. I got a little bit of a different vibe that, that Nagata was able at some points to sort of get an advantage over Nakamura, but never got it all the way. And no matter what Nagata would do, Nagata was smarter in this match. He was, he was craftier, and he had, you know, more intricate moves and stuff like that, but always it went down to Nakamura was faster and quicker. So anytime Nagata got the advantage for even a little bit, Nakamura would do something athletic or do something quick, and he would get back you know it it would take it away until eventually he took it away and 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 you would sort of mention that and a lot of people mentioned this too that they didn't get that back and forth they were assuming and i'm of the mindset that yeah a i believe yeah you are right that they are probably going to do that story and he's probably going to have a swan song and it might even be something we might talk about here in a little bit we've had some people coming in in our new japan pick them that think that nagata is going to have like kind of a a a dream run in the, the new japan cup or whatever or he might even win it we had a few people that even picked him to win it but um You know what? What I thought was is that you know Nagata probably shouldn't beat Nakamura. Nagata probably shouldn't be within seconds of beating Nakamura. You know what I mean? Like I I think it's okay that Nagata gave it his all, did what he could, and then eventually was like, yeah, you know what? Hey, I'm not, you know, I'm not good. I'm not at his level right now. I'm I'm fine with that story. I think I don't think every single New Japan main event needs to be guy A is within seconds of losing to guy B or whatever.
1: Well, that's. I mean, I'm not. That's the thing. I'm not complaining that it wasn't your typical. You know, match of the year caliber New Japan mm-hmm. main. Event. I have seen
0: some people. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily painting you as that, but there were there were some people that kind of thought it was you know a little little dull. In, yeah, in that sense, I mean, it, 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 have, yeah. it did not have that vibe that we're used to. But
1: I don't mind if if this is the story they're telling. I, it, it, you know, if if they end up not telling this story that we think they're going to tell, then yeah, it's just a shitty match and it didn't it didn't live up to New Japan main event standards. But if they're telling some kind of story with this, I, it doesn't bother me.
0: Alrighty. So, yeah, I don't have any other strong thoughts about this. Any other thoughts on Sendai before we get to the New Japan Cup?
1: No, I think we can move into the New Japan Cup and then. Uh, All right. Well, t- doesn't look like we're getting to Starcade 91 this week.
0: No, I don't think so. No, th- this is what I'm OK with not getting to. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't think there'll be time to do it today because we're, we're going to end a little bit early today. So I know people will be upset that we only went two hours or two and a half hours. But there you go. It's the nurse's fault. She just shouted out there, so I didn't do it. Anyway, uh, New Japan Cup, if you haven't already seen what we're doing, we're doing a – similar to how we did the uh, the G1 Pick'Em uh, last August, we're doing a New Japan Cup Pick'Em. It's free. Uh, we're also sponsored, again, by IVP Videos, and they're giving some really good prizes. Uh, you get 10 free discs if you win this thing. Uh, second place, third place prizes as well. Also an exclusive coupon code if you want to get 25% off at IVP Videos. So a lot of really cool stuff. And uh, the contest, I mean, we've all – had over 200 people join it already. Tons of people putting ballots in. So there's a lot of intrigue about this, a lot of fun. And, and we're going to try to do this with every sort of major, you know, New Japan event because it gets a lot of people interested. It, it grows the website, you know, exponentially or whatever. And it, it's just fun to do. There's so many people sending me stuff and, and, and it's just fun. It's good to get data too of like people of who people are thinking is going to win and, and and that sort of stuff. Because like I said, I I don't think of these storylines and I see people that email me and go, I think this is going to happen. And then they pick it. I'm like, yeah, that's, pre- that's pretty cool. I like that people do that. So anyway, if you want to join slash Slash nj cup 15 if you want to join all the sign up info was there and the sheet to download and the instructions and all that stuff is there so new japan cup let's break down the first round matchups here joe um uh first off how interested are you uh this year new japan cup always new japan cup are we kind of potentially getting a little t- too excited about it or or do you think it's gonna be pretty good
1: i listen i'm never really all that much into new japan cup i'll be completely honest
0: yeah no that's fair it's, it's i not, mean it's, let's be honest Toroyano Yano was in the semifinals last year and, and Balak was in the finals. So it's
1: just, I don't know. It's not really, it's
0: not G one people. <laughs>
1: it's not something that I ever really get super hardcore excited about. And and like you just said too, they do tend to do some wacky upsets in this thing. So I know people are looking at a potential semifinal.
0: Uh, oh, you should see some of the stuff we have like mega matchups happening in all the semis. I'm like, I
1: they're, I they're, not right. they're not all going to happen. I mean, it's,
0: it's not okay. <laughs> they'll do a couple of them, but, I don't think you're getting Okada Tanahashi in the semis people. I'm sorry.
1: Well isn't it Tanahashi Ibushi is the potential?
0: Uh that would be the that would be the the uh, second round matchup.
1: Right. And you know,
0: there's And no, then in the, the semis in, in an ideal world or whatever would be Okada Tanahashi. Like you're not getting that. I don't think you're getting
1: yeah, I really don't think you're getting that. And I don't even, you might not even get Tanahashi Ibushi in the second round because They do do wild upsets in these things. I mean, go back and look at recent history. Just look at, you know, since 2012, if you want, or 2013, and you'll see some crazy first round upsets because they're just not going to give away those mega matches, um, you know, in certain buildings. You know what I mean? So um, and 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 I really don't know where I'm going yet in terms of who I think is going to win this thing. Yeah, um, I have no idea.
0: Either, I think, so. and, and there's really <laughs> you're looking for a hardcore prediction that you should set your bracket to. Don't, don't listen because we, I don't, and think there's I really no
1: favorites emerging among the people who are in
0: the pool either, which is no. We have saying. three that are coming up pretty big. Um, and it's probably the three names you, you're going to kind of assume. I, say, I don't want to say, say yeah because I don't want people to get oh, too. Okay, you
1: don't, well, I would think that people are picking Okada.
0: I think I got you know, what, actually, you no, know it's screw. It. No one's going to change their votes because of that. So. I, mean, I don't think anybody's going to do strategic... Well, let me uh, take a
1: crack at this. Let me take a crack at
0: Yeah, this. yeah, do it while I, while I fire it up here real quick because I got I, some data.
1: I would think it would be Okada for sure. Uh, Nagata, based on the way he lost to Nakamura and what we just discussed. And Abushi.
0: Okay, so this is with about... I think we have about 70 ballots in so far with this one. Um, number one is Okada uh, to win. 28% people think he's going to win the whole thing. Uh, 24 for uh, Kota Ibushi. 21 for Katahura Shibata. Oh, people love Shibata. They people just fucking love Shibata. Whenever man. it the comes G1, to a
1: tournament, it's it's it, it's it's love bearing. Shibata.
0: Shibata is at 95.1% to to leave the first round, uh, and then 21% to win it all.
1: you run down the first round matchups uh, quickly for.
0: Uh, all right, let's do that real quick here. So we got first round matchups. This happened in March 5th. You have Tanahashi versus Toro Yano. Kota Bushi, uh, Doc Gallo. Sorry, I was scrolling and I missed it there. Uh, Kota Bushi, Doc Gallo. So that's that's the first kind of bracket there. So those winners will face each other. Uh, Tatsuya Naito versus Carl Anderson. And they will face the winner of Okada and Bad Luck Folly. This is the match that... <laughs> Sorry, but I think Bad Luck Folly is going to win here, unfortunately. But uh, then we have uh, Togi Makabe versus uh, Tomiyaka Hanma. And then they will face the winner of Yoshihashi and Yujiro Takahashi. And then, last but not least, Yuji Nagata versus Hiroki Godo, and they will face the winner of Satoshi Kojima and Katsura Shibata.
1: So Nagata faces Godo.
0: Nagata faces Godo. So let, let's look at the Nagata run here, because I thought that that's one that a few people brought up, and I was like, yeah, that's kind of interesting. He would have to go through Godo. He, totally plausible, right? He could right? beat him,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: And then let's say you know Kojima or Shibata. Yeah, he could. Let's beat say a that. Shibata. I mean, he could beat either one of those yeah, easily. Yeah. Uh, then he would face some combination of either Togi Makabe. Yeah, Hanma's not winning. So, Togi Makabe. <laughs> I had some people too that are saying, well, he should w- Hanma should win the first round and then like losing the second. I was like, no, stop. Oh, what are ridiculous. people doing? I, I, if, listen. Stop. <laughs> no. Unless you... He either wins the whole goddamn thing and becomes, you know, or, or Thank you. not. Thank like, you. you.
1: There's no way he should win a match
0: and then, and then lose then losing in the, the second next. round. <laughs> That's stupid.
1: <laughs> right. That's completely wasting his win.
0: Uh, and then, so, yes, yeah, so, so Nagata would have to beat some combination of Makabe and then Yoshihashi and Yujiro. Easy.
1: It's got an easy road.
0: Right, so he's got an easy road to get at least to the finals, and then yeah, the, the other bracket, the top half of the bracket, I have no idea. You have Tanahashi, uh, you have Gaila Koto Bushi, you have you know Naito is even not completely out of the realm of possibility. Okada and the bad luck folly. So there's a lot of people in that top half of the bracket. The bottom half, I don't know. I mean, you have a Shibata and you have a Nagata. That's about the only two. People I think I you can, can eliminate
1: the- you can eliminate Naito and Abushi because they're doing the tag thing.
0: Hmm. I think they would be dark horses, but. I will listen to a listen to an argument, but yeah, if you look at the booking, probably not. But
1: it's interesting that Yoshihashi and Yujiro, one of them is gonna move on. Now, I would like to see Yoshihashi beat Yujiro, because then you get to see Yoshihashi in two relatively high profile matches. Mm-hmm. And he needs it. And we can see what this guy can do. Um, I would almost prefer Tamatanga in that Yujiro spot, they're never gonna do that. Um, <laughs> Well, it is what it is, but yeah, but yeah, there's the potential of the Shibata versus Goto in the second round. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think both of them are going to win. I think both of them could lose. Uh, One of them probably will win, though. Um, Yeah, it's a tricky tournament. This is always a tricky tournament to pick with tons of landmines that could screw up. Because there's always some wacky upset that nobody sees coming. Um, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Yano beats Tanahashi. You know he could low blow him and roll him up and and beat him and I I that can definitely happen. I could see Doc Gallows beating Ibushi. Um I think Doc Gallows beat somebody last year, didn't he in the first round?
0: Uh, Gallows. Uh, Let me I see. I think Gallows. He, uh, no, he lost to Goto in the first round.
1: What was the big upset last year? Uh,
0: the big upset was probably at that point. Uh, Bad Luck Fale over Naito. Um, let's see what else. If anybody else. Well, Fale made the
1: big hit. run, and that was his first.
0: Uh, big system. Yeah, I would probably say him. Yeah, that would probably be him. I'm looking at the year prior. Oh, the year prior was the David Boy Smith one, uh, 2013. That's one of the big Is that the ones. over one Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, that yeah, was and then yeah, he yeah. beat Yujiro and then he was in the semis. <laughs> it was David Boy Smith. So yeah, that that's
1: uh Well David Boy Smith in th- 2013 and, and Folly it's hard to remember, but that was surprising last year when Folly went that far.
0: Oh shocking, yeah, yeah. So
1: you know they, they, that's what I mean. They they throw you these weird curve balls. So I mean, we'll see. I, I you know, I, I, wish I could, I, I could throw a prediction out there, but I honestly don't know. I mean, it's, it's just, it's very difficult. I don't, I, I, don't know what direction I, I, I would go with this thing. I mean, yeah,
0: I don't know either. I, I still have not filled out my bracket. I'm, I, there's a few different things I'm gonna kind of go with, and, and I have an idea, and it might be that Nagata dream run or whatever, just because that, that'd be fun to kind of see. But yeah, I, I, don't really have a hard or fast prediction. I mean, there's, there's a few guys there that you can do, and, and the passes they get there, we it's hard to say. It's really, really hard to say, and, and, and people are, I think. Again, that, that's, a, that's a warning I will sort of say to people that haven't filled out their brackets yet. <laughs> Understand that you're – I mean, it's not G1. <laughs> it's you're, These matches are not you're, – you're not getting 15-minute classics it, in the New Japan Cup. And, you're just just—you're just not.
1: And the other thing is there's a little bit of a wrinkle this year. I Actually, I don't even know if this was the case in past years.
0: But it wasn't explicitly the case. It was sort of yeah, – You was don't even know by what by I'm Nic- going to
1: say, Rich. I do. What am I going to say? The title? Yes, the never title. <laughs> This is ridiculous. How are you in my brain? But yeah. I don't know. Uh, huh? I, I don't know if in past years you were able to challenge for the Never title.
0: You were. I don't even know if you were necessarily allowed to do for the IC title. I think Nakamura just said that I'm doing the IC title or whatever, where where this year they're really opening it up and saying, hey, whatever title you want, you can go for it. But yeah, that opens up. Now that you had the Never, now you can have pretty much anybody win and it's justified. Oh, sure. you, you know, because like, now there's
1: people saying Makabe could win because he never lost sure. the Never title and he would want to get his title back that he never rightfully lost on which which he lost to influenza. Here's a funny thing. Makabe doesn't you know can't wrestle with the sniffles, but Ishi goes out there held, <laughs> held held together by masking tape.
0: And then fucks up his other shoulder in the match too.
1: It's like there's such a weird sense of um, yeah like over there. I I don't get
0: it. Concussion. You're good. Keep wrestling. Oh <laughs> sniffles. <laughs> I
1: mean the Sir, man is literally please. held together by tape. And they don't give him the smallest of, of spot shows off, but this guy's got the flu and he can't work for a week. I I don't know. I just I, I don't get it. And I'm that not and I'm not even suggesting he should be working with the flu. What I'm saying is, if you got one guy weird standards. Yeah, yeah, this is just it's 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 weird values. I don't know. It's very strange to me. Maybe I'm under am I underselling the flu?
0: I think there's the flu, and then there's like there's what people call the flu, which is like the sniffles, and then it could be like a legit. You know what I mean? Where he's he's just completely sick to his stomach. Not, not like the ula I have like the chills, and I'm just gonna like sit in bed all day and read. Like he might actually be like really really sick. But I guess no. that's
1: a possibility. I don't think I've ever had the flu. Have you ever had? The I've flu? never had
0: it either. No, no, I've had I've had what people call oh, you have flu, you know, flu like symptoms or you know that, that sort of stuff. But yeah, I don't think I've ever had a true flu. Yeah. Even though I never get my flu shot. I've never gotten nerds. one either. I just how do you like that? What Joe doesn't get his flu shots either. So there. You guys there. are stupid. I hope you die from a plague. All right.
1: That's nice. That's a lovely thought. Thank you for hoping I die. That's a nurse, by the way. But, uh, that's, a, that's a trained that's a medical, medical that's just... professional who is uh, hoping we die of the plague.
0: The plague. <laughs> well, actually, to be fair, she's hoping because we're going against what you're supposed to do, correct?
1: Yeah, because you guys are dumb if you don't get your food <laughs> shot. There you go. I've never had so it's this. Really listen, I'm a, listen, I stay in top peak physical condition, and I'm in tremendous <laughs> shape. Okay? I eat well, all right, most of the time.
0: Right. Joe is trying to talk. I know you can't hear him, take, but he's trying I to talk. I take
1: my vitamins. I, you know, I don't say my prayers because I'm not a religious man. But I, He takes his vitamins. I, you know, And I stay in top peak physical condition. I have to. If I want to be chasing around 23-year-old co-eds, I got to stay in top peak physical condition. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Rich, I mean, I, you know, I, I, otherwise I'd be striking out every time. I, I, I got to stay in top condition. I got to look younger than my age. I'm a man who looks younger than his age. I stay in top. I never get sick. I don't get the flu. Who gets the flu? I, I don't know if I've ever even met anyone who had the flu. What is the flu? Like I've been sick. I've gotten sick before and didn't feel good. You know what I mean? And I, I've right. had sore throats. I've had the sniffles. You know. I've. I. You know. I vomit maybe once every seven or eight years or whatever it is. I don't vomit very often. But yeah, you know, every now and then you get a bug and you go throw up or whatever. But I don't know if I've ever had the flu or if I've had the flu. I was never diagnosed with the flu. Like maybe I had the flu and didn't know I had the flu or. Maybe we're just no selling the flu, and like if you have the flu, it's badass and it really. Like he's out and yeah, he's he's
0: just you know diarrhea and he's puking and yeah, we don't know. We have no idea.
1: I I really, I don't understand this thing, this flu. I don't get it. I've never had the flu. I don't. I don't know. Listen, Rich, maybe we're just a cut above. You know. Yeah. It's. it's I I don't. I don't.
0: I really get sick either. I rarely get sick.
1: Yeah, I don't get sick. You know, I don't get sick. I get (laughs) it. I get a sore throat, maybe you know, once a year. Like I said, I'll throw up. Maybe I get more. sore
0: throats pretty often. How
1: often do you vomit? I vomit like once a decade.
0: How often do I vomit? Uh, sometimes drinking related, but like non-drinking related would be very like drinking yeah, does count. Century. I mean, you know, you're yeah. sick and oh, then God, it probably it's probably been eleven years since the last That's time I vomited it, right? from being Same. sick. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> like, we're healthy.
0: Probably in high school or, yeah. or, or or even middle school the last time I vomited from being actually sick. So yeah,
1: we're healthy virile individuals here. We are. And you know what else helps? We don't have these kids getting us sick.
0: That's I mean, the, we don't know no damn babies running just, around. You
1: send these stupid kids to touching sleep, me, yeah. You know, and you got the snot-nosed brat who sits next to him in homeroom, who you know is wiping his snot on his sleeve, and then they play with the snot-nosed brat, you know, after school, and then they bring the sickness home to you, you know, because these kids don't have the uh, impenetrable, uh, you know. Uh, immune, systems immune systems of years systems prior, yeah. That that men like us who stay in top peak physical condition have, you know, we take our vitamins, we stay in shape. At least I do.
0: I did, yeah, I take my I don't know. Food.
1: I heard things, Rich. I heard things. I heard from Pearl Yotsume that you're buying the extra large these days. Is what? That, is that true?
0: Wait, what am I doing? I heard. No, I. I heard, oh no, no, no. I, I heard from no, Pearl. No, because Yotsume. I needed the extra large. No, because I, no, I bought the large, and it was it was. I had to lose weight. I lost like ten pounds after I got that shirt because I couldn't fit into the one. That,
1: uh, that's what I'm saying. You know, you, you might be. Uh, what's going on? You uh, you're not eating right, Rich. What's going on? You're <laughs> good. I'm,
0: I'm down. I'm I'm thinner than I've been in almost a year.
1: You're not even 30. OK, you can't start putting them on now because I know you're going blind already.
0: And, oh, um, that's already long gone, yeah. Yeah, so
1: I—I I don't know. I worry. You got—you got to eat a. Butter. I was six
0: foot two ten. Now I'm six foot two hundred. So
1: see, uh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. proportions. You know, six foot two hundred. Depends. Play a lot how of
0: basketball. I'm good
1: put together. You're still playing
0: hoops. You're still getting out. Oh yeah, yeah. We just did this hey, today at lunch.
1: You played during lunch?
0: Yeah, we have a uh, my crew of guys. I work with all men, so we at lunch go play basketball. So
1: how do you pull that off? You bring like uh, you don't play in like the office clothes, do you?
0: No, we have a, no. We, there, there's a gym about a block away, so we just all bring our backpacks and we all just have you know. How
1: long do you get for, for lunch? lunch? Jeez, nice life you have here.
0: A little hour, nice little you hour. Get an
1: hour for lunch?
0: Yeah, uh, technically it's 45. So minutes, you watch
1: but... Dragon Gate shows all day at the on your feet up on.
0: The floor. No, I I can't do that anymore. And
1: then you're you're you're.
0: I think I got found out for that. I think somebody was like somebody's watching a lot of YouTube, and I was like I don't know. <laughs>
1: you're hooping it up for an hour during your lunch. Yeah, that's pretty good. Then you're tweeting all day long when you get back from lunch on the Voices of Wrestling Twitter feed, which never stops, by the way. And yet, man, yeah, I'm surprised they pay. You're getting paid.